Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hafe? Ah, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the hideout. Yes. The new nighttime show on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am your gracious host, El Jefe. He is, um, I'll say the funniest man uh, on earth, J-Dubs. Hey, that's a, that's a compliment. I'm not used to those. We're on the same team. Really? It's just you when and me. When did that happen? It just started about <laughs> 30 seconds ago. Same team, J-Dubs. Uh, this is your hideout. Uh, come on into it if you please. Uh, the hideout, we call it that because it is a place where you can feel safe. Call in, say what you like, do what you like. And oh, do we have a lot to get done this evening, J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. Also with us, Chunks, the lovable loser. Uh, Tommy Bateman, Poonhound. The guy that we all want to be, yet we all hate. Uh, Matt Albert is also here. Guy you also love to hate. Mm-hmm. Or just hate. Funny freeloader, essentially, is what he is. The funny freeloader. And also, too, the crazy uncle, uh, Bicurious BJ, dubs his cousin, is <laughs> back. back in Orlando after your week-and-a-half vacation in Michigan. <laughs> is it good to be home, BJ? It's great. It's great to be back. I couldn't stay gone long. You are going to be the star. You are the star of Behind the Bicurious, the documentary that we filmed that has been the trailer number one on MySpace.com, um, I guess like three out of the last four uh, days, mm-hmm. and is debuting at the Monster Anniversary Show coming up this Friday. Now, Dubs, here's what I have. Guess? Yeah, too. This, my friend, these are tickets to the ninth anniversary show presented by Budweiser in Real Radio 104.1. One, two, wow. Nearly 20 tickets I have. Wow. 20 tickets to what is going to be a fantastic night coming up. Friday night at the Hard Rock Live. We will be broadcasting live from there. On top of that, uh, Soul Brother will be out there performing, Opening and the Monsters. Up. And, of course, you got the whole thing uh, between Tiffany and Drunky mm-hmm. and Puddle. So if you want to go to this show, you have to pay very close attention tonight to the hideout because there's something you can do tonight to earn these uh, highly coveted tickets to the Monster Anniversary Show. Coming up on Friday. Also coming up Friday night, J-Dubs, we will be doing our fourth annual Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft. If you go to the webpage, which is uh, on realradio.fm, our Hideout webpage, under What's New, we have uh, last year's Fantasy Draft, in which we draft women in various categories. Okay, 
Now, those categories are best in show, which mm-hmm. is best overall. Uh, oral, the woman that you think would provide the best uh, treat. Uh, also, since it's early on in the show, let's just say backdoor, mm-hmm. uh, a chick that has a nice ass. Uh, nice round. Uh, up and comer, which is an under 18 pick. That you would not have sex with, but you're banking on in the oh, future you, would be hot. Her. Yeah, you're you're just kind of th- putting her through the uh, preseasons, the farm league. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got to work her way up through the system. And an oldie but goodie. So we will be making those draft picks coming up Friday night, as it is going to be a party atmosphere at the ninth annual Monster uh, Monster Anniversary Show. And then we throw them up to uh, be voted on. And whoever loses. Has to do a stunt. And we haven't figured out what stunt we're going to do yet, but we will figure that out. And then uh, that'll that'll kind of play on your mind when you are voting on who had the best or worst draft. Okay, the massage girl Kimmy says, six months of free massages. Is that enough to get free tickets to the Monster Anniversary show? No. No, because you haven't gotten topless once. Mm-mm. Now, if you want to come in for a topless massage tonight, then I think we're in business. <laughs> Then we can work that out this evening. Dubs, because we are the new night show here at Real Radio 104.1, there's a lot that we need to get done, a lot of reintroducing ourselves to everybody uh, here in uh, Central Florida. And we need to spread the word of the hideout, the good word. So I have an idea, okay? Okay. I was thinking, I don't know why I was driving around with Matt Albert today, and I had the idea of... You know, whenever you go into like a Best Buy or a Circuit City or a Walmart or a Sears, they always have the radio on. And I'm thinking a good beginning way to spread the word is to uh, turn all of those radios to 104.1 each and every night. And then crank them? And then crank them, yes. So that people who maybe haven't heard of the hideout yet can get their first introduction while they're shopping for radio. And when they leave, they'll uh, flip it right over there, because once you hear the show, it's not a brace of it all. Uh, you uh, feel very warm and welcome to it. It's just like a very nice, snuggly couch. Mm-hmm. So, what I have decided to do is we're going to send By Curious BJ out, because we have the tickets in our hands. We will announce the location that he's going to be at, probably during the 8 o'clock hour. You will meet BJ at said location. Then the two of you will go around turning all of the radios in the electronics department to 104.1, and then you will turn them up. And you'll hit the phone so that we can hear it, and then you can leave and uh, you win your monster yeah, tickets. You can collect your tickets and go home. Exactly. It is that simple. So that will happen probably here in just a little bit. Now, at 7.30, we're going to talk to the boys from Trapped because it is an incredibly busy weekend, J-Dubs. We have a lot of stuff going on this weekend. On top of the Monster Anniversary show, which we're looking completely forward to, that's this Friday, uh, there's uh, the Earth Day birthday for the sister station, Real Rock 1011. Yeah, Real Rock is having their Earth Day birthday with Trapped, also uh, Rob Zombie, Stained, uh, Mudvayne headlining mm-hmm. the whole thing. So I know that we're going to be out there on Sunday. Then on Saturday, we're just thinking of completely whoring ourselves at Declare Channel and going out to the 740 The Team. Um, their, their draft party. A draft party that they're having at uh, Friday's Front Row Grill down on I-Drive from like noon to 4. So just getting out there 
in experiencing life, Dubs, is I think what we're going to try to do this entire weekend. And I'm very much looking forward to it. So here's the thing. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Uh, a little truth right up front here in the hideout. All right? Mm-hmm. Brace yourselves. Those of you who love behind-the-scenes radio, uh, what we would term as radio files, those of you involved enough to uh, care about our daily lives, this, that, and the other, here's what's going on. Last night we had a bit of a breakdown on the show. You can hear it on the podcasting. Uh, chunks broke down and laid a few things out there, uh, some of which included the fact that Dubs and I weren't particularly happy. Okay, and Dubs and I had a nice little chat on the radio, uh, on the phone, on the drive home yesterday, and decided, you know what, we're not. And mainly, a lot of it has to do with the fact that we were trying to become a show that we're not. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're trying to match ourselves up with other shows, seeing, you know, we, we see what works with other shows. And, uh, you know, and, and when you try to change what you're doing midstream and something you've been felt very comfortable doing uh, for years and you try to change that up, it's it feels uncomfortable and it sounds uncomfortable. And I think that is portrayed over the air. Yeah, people, you know, they can hear it. They knew that. They heard it. They felt it. I have people emailing me about it uh, from time to time. Like, just kind of, what's going on with you guys? So, here's the thing from now on. We're just going to do our show. Mm-hmm. And we are here to have fun with you. We are here to entertain those of you between the ages of 18 and 44. If you're outside of those ranges, that's cool. We want all of you. But we're here to talk about your lives, our lives, everything going on to give you Prizes, but most of all, to laugh and have fun for four hours a night. And I made I made a big promise to myself last night, and I didn't let you in on this, and I'll I'll just let you out uh, on it right now. Um, I've given myself kind of a a tally list of how many things I have to do a night, and uh, I have to do five AIDS jokes, which is going to be tough. Two tugboat references, and. Uh, Throw some hepatitis in there somewhere. Here's the thing. It's all about goal setting. Yes. And that's uh, that's what I'm trying to do here. Our goal here is to have fun and to have you guys have fun with us. Oh, don't forget about the dead babies. Now, one of the things of one of the things that will change here in the hideout is we're not going to be so regimented. Okay? I'm not going to lie to you. When we were coming from Washington, D.C., we had free reign to do what we want. Uh, we were on after 10 o'clock, after FCC time. Uh, from 11 to 1, and there were moments where we could go an entire hour and not have to break for a commercial. Other than the breaks here, we've been uh, able to do whatever we want yes. uh, here at, at Real Radio. The uh, the uh, regimenting of you know doing like a game show here, make sure we do it right here, make sure we do another thing right here, uh, was kind of set forth by ourselves. You know, we weren't told by management, hey, you have to do this, you have to do that. It was kind of something where we thought, okay. We see this working in other places. Let's make it work with us. And uh, we weren't very happy with it. And, you know, so things are going to change. Will we still do the Headlines Game Show? Probably. Probably. Uh, We don't know. We'll have it ready. If we get to it, we'll do it. Uh, We'll definitely still give the plug to the wholesale furniture market uh, on 436 in Castleberry, who sponsors that fine game. If not, then maybe we'll kick them over to do uh, the Hide Outdoor Prize Blowout. Will we do that every night? Probably. Will it happen at 9 o'clock? Probably not. 
The only thing that is set in stone now, Dubs, it appears, mm-hmm. and if Chunks can come into the room and explain this just a little bit further, we are getting into a partnership with Local 6, um, which, you know, we're big fans of. We had Marlo in here not too long ago. And Local6.com. And Heard It First is something that we do at the end of the show where we tease the upcoming stories of the night. Uh, the big stuff before, you know, you mm-hmm. get a chance. I mean, a lot of the stuff that people are going to talk about the next day. I believe at 1030. Chunks, come on in here and tell me whether or not I'm right on this. Uh, when does this start where I guess at 1030 an anchor or a producer or somebody from Local 6 will be coming in to give us the exclusive, the big stories? Absolutely. It'll probably uh, more than likely uh, than anything be an anchor, and they're going to call in 1030 and give us, like, the deep, deep inside stuff, probably not even posted on the website yet. Okay. That they'll be talking about, obviously, in the 11 o'clock news. The, for the 11 o'clock news. So it truly will be a herd at first in the hideout. When does that start? That starts tomorrow at oh, 30 wow. p.m. They're not going to be mad that Friday we're not going to be able to do it because of the Monster Anniversary show, are they? No, and um, I, I, th- I told them, basically, uh, Fridays we have the open door that gets kind of crazy. But they can still do it. I mean, I still want to do it. I, I still want the anchors and the local six people to feel like, hey, because they do news on Friday night, too, so... I have no problem with them doing it on Friday night. They just can't this Friday night because we're broadcasting it, live from the anniversary show. It's impossible for us to take a phone call. So, But uh, other than that, uh, we will do. So here's what we uh, will do next. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next, 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 next. Burn. On the hideout. We will take your phone calls, especially... Dubs are some stuff that you used to do when you'd go to a store. Yeah, when we were in high school, that's basically what we did for fun. That was our nightclub, different department stores and big uh, shops. This goes along the lines of giving away these Monster Anniversary tickets. If you like some Monster Anniversary tickets, you've got an idea on how you would like to earn them, call now. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hi, welcome back into the Hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Also, the hideout page at realradio.fm. For those of you that prefer computers, there's Real Radio Hideout, the AOL Instant Messenger. Tommy Bateman likes it. He sends it over to me. Oh, and my on the uh, on the realradio.fm, the pictures of the paper I wiped with yesterday uh, are up. Have you seen them yet? No. Oof. All right, I'm going to go over there right now. Oof. Gumby in New Smyrna Beach here in the hideout. What's up, Gumby? Yo, we used to go into the grocery stores and go back to the dairy section and huff the nitrous oxide off of the whipped cream and, the then, proceed to, and then proceed to throw eggs across the grocery store. Uh, how long before you would get uh, kicked out of the grocery store? Um, it lasted a few times until my friend um, passed out in the dairy section. Ah, <laughs> uh, the good old days. Now, how long ago was that? Ah, uh, that was back in the early 80s. Do you feel like the whippets uh, screwed with your brain a little bit or no? No, my brain's always been screwed with. All right, fair enough. You're doing whippets in the middle of the grocery store. I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're crazy enough to go in there and actually do that, you aren't doing that well as it uh, goes. You can't do it anymore. No. Well, can you? Yeah, yeah. The, the... Sadly enough, I know. Yes, you can. But if if they catch you, the repercussions are worse now. I'm sure. No, I got you. Hey, thank you, Gumby. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, you got a great show. See you. Thank you, man. Now, uh, one thing we used to do, and this is a surefire way of getting kicked out every time, go to the poultry, grab a big, nice, fat turkey, uh, walk over to the aisles, 
uh, the uh, the uh, cereal aisle, line up about ten boxes, and go uh, turkey bowling. And, uh, no know. wonder you have a fondness for bowling. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of turkey bowling back at Meyer. Now here's the thing. I feel Meyer. Jesus. Uh, here's the thing about that. I am so afraid of getting into trouble that I would never attempt any of this. See, they, they, all I, I, I do is kick you out. See, that's the thing, though. I never, my dad instilled this fear in me that if I ever did anything wrong, he would uh, pummel me, essentially. And then so in the back of my mind, I always had the idea that everyone would pummel me, like any authority figure. So if I did something like turkey bowling, mm-hmm. you know, at a super Walmart or something like that. Or Meyer. I would end up going to jail. You know, like somehow they would get me and they would arrest me. And the they'd most they make you jail. do is uh, pay for that $15, $20 turkey. It's the most. All right, by Carrie's BJ, who's back in town, dubs his cousin. You said you used to do something at Bed Bath & Beyond. Well, no, no. It was actually at the department stores. I would go with Dubs and other friends from, you know, from Farva where we grew up. And one that I always liked to pull is we would go into the, you know, the, the, the towel sections. We'd go and get a towel and we'd wet our hairs. We'd, we'd wet our hair, put the towel around our waist, take our shirts off and just walk around, take our shoes you, and you, socks you, off. You'd be wearing shorts anyway, so the towel would cover everything and it looked like you just got out of the shower and, and you're you, just walking around the store. Right, but what would the people at the store do? Nothing. To you? you completely and totally ignore them. You just act as if you don't see them. You act as if you're doing nothing wrong and you just go about your business. You sit there and check out the uh, the bleach and everything like, oh, I can, I can use this. And you, you walk around with, uh, with, a, uh, with a cart. Okay, but what does the person, like the authority figure, the security guard, what does what do they say to you? You know what the funny thing is, is Never I do not remember one time being approached by anybody and saying, hey, knock it off. And I know a lot of times he, we'd walk right by him just to see if they'd say anything. Never said a word. All right, it's one of those things that you would do in department stores to keep yourselves entertained because coming up, we're going to send Bike Curious BJ and Chunks out to go to like electronic departments and turn on Real Radio 104.1 in the hideout. And if you help... And we'll tell you where to go. We'll give you these monster anniversary show tickets. When I was growing up, the department store or like the Walmart or whatever was the 16-year-old's nightclub. That was where you went because it was the only place really open at 1 or 2 a.m. And that's where you'd go just hang out and have fun. I I couldn't see you ever doing something like this, Tommy Bateman. I never, ever even tried anything. I, I never really stole anything. Did you ever do anything like that? Uh, no, I was a lot like you, where I was just scared to death that um, I would get caught. I never, I never really even went to department stores that much. My friend and I, the, the most we would do is go to a mall and just sort of like Dubs, the opposite of his yearbook. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead of pleasuring ourselves, to it, we would see if we could say something bad yet funny about everyone that walked by. <laughs> Every single person, I, I'd say, I bet you can't say anything bad about that deaf girl over there. And my friend, <laughs> of would, course you can. Yeah, I know. But... You, have, you don't have to be afraid of it; she won't hear you. Captain Orlando, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Captain? Well, let me tell you something right now, boys. I get kicked out of every place I go into, department stores, grocery stores, you name it. I'm kicked out of it. Why is that? We don't have phone booths anymore, J-Dubs. All we have <laughs> is phones that hang on the walls. And where do you think I get changed? All right, thank you. You know, we used to get kicked out. We've probably been kicked out of every single department Shame. store in Livingston County, which is which is pretty big. and In, in Michigan. In Michigan. And I remember once we went in with a video camera and started walking around, and they told us we had to leave. 
because we, you're not allowed to bring the video camera in. So as we're walking out, we're videotaping her, the, the lady, cuss us out. And then as we left, we let out fireworks and then cussed her out. And then the, they called the police. And so as we're driving away, the police are come roaring All right, in. So police did eventually show up. But of that's course. Because you're sh- setting off fireworks. Mike, we didn't care. What are they going to do? Mike in Orlando. <laughs> what are they going to do? Put you in jail. I want an answer. Mike in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Mike? Hey, you guys letting off a Tomcat? <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Mike, you there? All right, hold on. We'll get back to Mike. See, he may have had some phone issues. Uh, let's go to Nick and Oviedo. You're in the hideout. What's up, Nick? Hey, yeah, up, up until about six years ago, I got kicked out of the uh, Albertsons down Lake Mary every, just about every weekend. Mm-hmm. Throwing stuff off the shelves and playing football with about anything we could find. All right, now, just, just going through there and knocking everything off the shelf seems like a dick move, but football seems kind of fun. Now, one thing we used to do was, uh, like, if you were actually going there with anybody that was actually doing any shopping and rolling a car- cart around, you just grab the most retarded stuff and put it in their uh, in their cart while they weren't looking. So they get there to check out, and there's, <laughs> like, just, like, like uh, stuff that... Like, KY. KY, tampons and everything. And they would have no idea where it came from. Now, here's the thing. I don't, Not to play the race car, too, but I also had a bit of a fear of it because as a Latin kid, you know, I knew I was already kind of looked at mm-hmm. by... And, and Matt could probably attest to this, too, because he's screening your phone calls. But I think Matt could probably attest to the fact, too, that, it, you know, as a minority... There's a tendency for people to look at you and but watch you. I don't buy that because you go there during the midnight shift. That's all that's working there. Still, though. <laughs> it's true. But even then, it's like, hey, keep an eye out. You know, I did uh, Walmart security for two nights. <laughs> I, I actually got hired for it. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, and uh, I was just so bored there that I started stealing stuff because <laughs> there's no way they're going to check the security guard. Hey, uh, Dubs, real fast, let's talk to our buddy, uh, it's, uh, Pete, for, uh, he's the bassist from Trapped, and it's the big Earth Day birthday, our buddy's over at Real Rock 1011, uh, the Earth Day birthday at Tinker Field. What's going on, Pete? How are you, my friend? What's up, man? Hey, uh, we were actually in the middle of talking about stuff, like, that keep ourselves entertained, like whenever we go into department stores. And uh, when you're, when you're too young to go drink, that's what a lot of us would do is go into the Walmarts and everything and just mess around. You go and you grab a nice turkey and some cereal boxes and you go play bowling. some turkey bowling. What are you guys doing on the road to keep yourselves entertained? Is there anything, cause I know you guys are playing what, like a 45 minute to an hour set. What are you doing with the rest of your time, Pete? Uh, call radio stations and <laughs> do interviews. And yeah, and then just be bored by that. And you, you sound uh, excited about it. Sit around, and do whatever, try to walk around whatever city we're at, you know. Right. Try to find something to do. Now you guys are going to be in uh, Tampa on Saturday, and then you're here at Tinker Field uh, on Sunday. Um, how's everything going for you? I mean, what, I mean, what's the latest with Trapped? I mean, you guys are one of those bands that in the last you know couple of years have really blown up as far as the rock scene goes. Is it kind of overwhelming or what? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely overwhelming the first record cycle because everything happened like so fast mm-hmm. we had gone from you know recording a re- like our first record or whatever like major level record to touring in a van to touring in a bus to two buses to like you know selling out places and everything and it was like you know you reach reach a certain point you just think things are going to keep accelerating you know from there but you know, uh, well, starting out with this next record, it's like starting all over again. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, Peter from uh, Trapped here in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. They're going to be at the uh, Real Rocks Earth Day birthday coming up Sunday at Tinker Field. Let me ask you, dude. Do you ever kind of worry 
that, like, the pressure of the next record, or do you, like, soak it all in as you're doing all these big festivals and headlining and selling out stuff? And or do you end up getting worried that, man, we better enjoy this now, or do you think it's going to go on forever? Uh, I mean, it's really kind of like you should be enjoying it now, even if it's, you know, going to go on forever, because, I mean, that's we just, we just do it because we love to do it, you know? Right. So it's like... We're enjoying it at the time, but at the same time, we know it. We know it can go away, so we're just going to try to make the best of it while it lasts. I mean, it's not going to last forever. You know, we're not going to be fifty doing this. Mm-hmm. No, you know I, I mean, so because of that, I mean, is there any pressure to live the rock star lifestyle and spend your money on useless crap like cars and souped-up houses, or are you doing your best to actually kind of put it away and have something for later on? Yeah, I try. I, I mean, we all try the best to put it away and stuff, but it's like there's you gotta you gotta live a little too. I mean, you mm-hmm. gotta you can't just put it away and like hope you know they're gonna live on that for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, Peter you gotta you gotta uh, live this live the life while you got it. You know, Peter from yeah, Trap. You gotta, you gotta you can't hold back. You know, Peter from Trapped here in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Right, let's let me let me give another example. Let's say you're hanging out with your buddies. All right, you go back to the uh, the neighborhood that you're from. Does it suck because they all expect you to like pay? Uh, for for drinks, or if you guys are gonna go to McDonald's, then it's, you know Peter's got to pick up the tab for the number three. Right. Uh, you know, whatever. I mean, a lot of my friends are not like that, but uh, you know, every, every once in a while, it's like I don't, you know, I don't mind paying for drinks or whatever because it's like it's just everyone having a good time. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I. Mean, for the most part, I mean, a lot of people will, you know, take me out just because of whatever, just because they're good friends, or you know. Do you get that? Want to be like, hey, don't worry about it, because they. They want you to think they're cool, and so you'll hang out with them or whatever, you know. I do, gotcha. do, do you get taunted as, hey, big bag rock star, do you got the next round? Oh, look, here's the rock star, Peter. We remember you when you were uh, a douche getting stuffed in lockers in, in middle school. <laughs> yeah, there's a few people that, you know, always are going to be like that. but Right. They're, I mean, they're, not, you know, they're not serious. They're just giving you a hard time yeah. or whatever. Uh, I know how hard it is for a band to really come out and break out, and you know, Trap really has hit the scene. You guys are really doing some really cool stuff. Uh, you guys are going to be Earth Day birthday coming up um, this Sunday. It's a sold out show, even though it's at our sister station. We're there and we support it, and we're very much looking forward to seeing you guys performing in person. And I appreciate yeah, we can't you. Wait to get down there. We appreciate you taking the time just to hop in here in the hideout, man. Thank you very much, Peter. No problem. Thanks a lot. All right, we'll holler at you. Let's take a break and come back. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Up next, it's the Hideout. I love it when people are excited to be here. All right. Look at what these people have on the board. Jimmy, we'll talk to Jimmy and Turd Burglar. And I got another guy who wants to uh, tell you about Walmart Survivor. All right. People are talking about wheelchair stuff, uh, Babies R Us, and Similac. All right, stay tuned for that and your phone calls next in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Let's do this damn thing. It's a Wednesday night in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. At the end of the segment, we're going to send out by Curious BJ. He and Chunks are going to go out to a location. You have a mission. It's the hideout, Operation Occupy Orlando, and it starts with you and winning these monster anniversary tickets for this Friday night at the Hard Rock Live. Jimmy at UCF, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, man. It's a, kind of a dick thing to do, but when uh, me and my friends were bored back in the day, uh, we would rent wheelchairs from the local mall and pretend one of us was mentally challenged, draped the sweater over him, and kind of uh, took stuff we desired from stores we 
<laughs> okay, so you would all right. So you you'd you, act like a tard. You would triple prong. You acted like a uh, like a handicapped person with the wheelchair. Then it would take to a next level. You're not only physically handicapped, you're mentally handicapped, and then you would steal things. Pretty much, man. Like like, like I said, it was dick. And then after we uh, took the things, that more than once we handed out packets of soy sauce to people. <laughs> It's the stupidest stuff in the world, but you find it so funny when you're sitting in a Walmart or uh, anywhere like this. I, uh, toasty stuff on the IM tells me that uh, there's Walmart Survivor, where you just uh, seven of your friends go in there and figure out, okay, who can stay in here the longest without getting kicked out. Uh, toasty stuff said he came in third, and he was there for seven hours. What? Seven hours. So, so two other people stayed in there longer. All right, I'm thinking bit with BJ. I'm thinking the Walmart Survivor. With I'm him? thinking Walmart Survivor with Bicurious BJ. And we need one other person for him to go against. Nobody himself, or him and Chunks. I say him and Chunks would be a good thing. Tomorrow night. All right. The duration of the show. Soft is here. He can film it for the uh, documentary. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Beer King in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Beer King? Uh, guys, you know what you could do with that Walmart thing is um, you could have like a pool to you know pick the ten minute slot where where and you know why and what time they're going to get kicked out. Okay, I like that. Like uh, or, kind or of a squares prize, or a prize package, you know, like give away give away a set of tickets to the the, to the, uh, the thing on Friday. Yeah. All right, here's the thing. You know? I, I'm setting aside two tickets right now for the winner of tomorrow's. Hideout Walmart Survivor between Bike Curious BJ and Chunks. I've set them aside. Here they are. They're going to the side for tomorrow for Beer King. Great idea, Beer King. What else you got, my friend? Oh, when I was in college, we got constantly kicked out of stores because we would. I went to a school where the uh, the mascot was an animal, um, and we would take the the stuffed animals. It was a badger. Mm-hmm. Was you know, they were found in all the stores, food stores, J.C. Penney's, wherever. <laughs> One time we went to J.C. Penney, and we took, like, the three-foot-sized badgers, about 50 of them, put 25 on their all-fours, and put 25 of them mounting the all-fours yes. in the front window of the store. Oh, wow. We would always make the mannequins well, we hump. We would get kicked out of stores constantly doing this, putting them in numerical positions, Put him in that position. Put him in a missionary position. And of course, it was always best in the stores you knew the kids were going to go in. Mm-hmm. Get there early Saturday morning. You line up a hundred badgers, all doing different things. And all of a sudden, inevitably, you just sit there and watch the people. And all of a sudden, you'll see some forty-year-old woman come in with her nine and her eight-year-old, and she goes, "Oh my God!" <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you, Beer King. A good idea too for tomorrow. And the uh... all right. Here's another thing. Wes the Waterboy says he wants to be somebody. Okay. Tomorrow night, he says, for the duration of the show, he will take flyers and a hideout sandwich board and go stand somewhere for, for monster tickets. Oh, nice. So here's another pair of monster anniversary show tickets. Setting them aside for Wes the Waterboy. Hold on, let me ask him if he needs, if he needs to. Chatting him with on, uh, on IDEM, on the IM. So there we go, J-Dubs. Tickets are going fast. All right, so how many tickets should I take? Should I give to these asses? Well, one pair for each place. I'll send them uh, three different places, okay. and uh, so six tickets altogether. 
Alrighty, so here's the first pair, second pair, third pair of tickets. Okay? I'm going to give these two chunks. BJ, you don't get them. These are Monster Anniversary Show tickets. Ninth anniversary, brought to you by Budweiser. Huge deal, BJ. I know you're not from the area. And you're just getting here. You're learning everything. These tickets are valuable. Giving them to two chunks. I will tell you this, though. I met one of the monsters tonight. Great guy. Blackbean. Great guy. Who Blackbean actually said he is, uh, he likes you. He's a fan of you. He thinks yeah. you're funny. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, he, was, he seems like a really good guy. Well, now, because you say that. No, I just said it before. Well, well I know Bean has been working on his acting, so <laughs> that is true. he may have been doing some improv. It seemed like BJ is like real antsy tonight. And like He keeps asking questions. He's going like, to wind well, up. BJ hasn't slept yet. BJ is still up from last night. He's going to wind up in the ER. I see him having a panic attack. I don't know if he notices it yet, but it's starting. I'm I antsy right it. now because I want to tell I want to tell a story. What story do you want to tell? It's well, Dubs and I used to go into the Walmart. Mm-hmm. And the, I, I got this. The story came to my mind with the guy in the wheelchair. I know I'm talking fast. I can't help it. <laughs> Anxiety. Well, we would just pretend like we had Down syndrome or something. And one of us would act like we were like the guardian. It's believable. Look at our foreheads. And the other one would just walk around. I mean, literally, like just walk around making noises, just and would just lead him around. Would run into things, and it, it totally, I mean, totally believable. Like we did it so much, and it, the, the, there's nothing they can do. Knocking stuff over, acting like complete oh, asses. Another thing you'd do is if uh, you go into a place that has like a bed area, just go in there, strip down, and get into bed. <laughs> right. This reminds me of Jackass the movie where they were selling the toilets, mm-hmm. and they went in there and they dropped the deuce in one of the toilets that obviously wasn't hooked up to any plumbing. <laughs> Just sitting there, dropping a load. I don't find a problem in that. Of course you wouldn't. All right, boys, you ready to head to your first location? All right, here's the mission. All right? It's uh, the hideout. The mission is Occupy Orlando, Operation Occupy Orlando. It's time to spread the word of the hideout. It's time to get proactive, Dubs. This is the new night show. So we're going to send you to three different stores that have electronics departments. Your task is to put all of the radios on Real Radio 104.1. We will then call you. You will then turn all of the radios up so that we can hear it. Okay? That way people shopping can hear the show. Dubs, how about we do this as the extra bonus? What is it? All right, so we're giving away anniversary show tickets. We said we give them to the people who go and help BJ. Yeah. How about this? How about we give it to the first? We give away the tickets to the first person who was there listening, and they call in. Example: Once they've turned up all the radios, we say, "Hey, Best Buy on 436, wherever." This is the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. We're talking to you right now. You can even tell us who's sitting there. Call now to win your Monster Anniversary Show tickets. I like that. So that way, they're like, oh, what the hell? They're talking to me out of that radio right there. So then they call in. They're the first one to call in. Bam, you hand them the tickets. What about the ladies' first policy? If ladies want to do it, they can win. That's fine. uh... What if the guy's there first and I decided to go with the lady? No, you... 
Come on, what? You don't understand the the premise of what's going on here, do you, BJ? He's having an anxiety attack. He doesn't fully understand what's going on yet. His heart is constricting right now. What's going to happen, BJ? We're going to uh, say on the air, after you guys turn up the radio. Oh, I understand what's going on. And someone at, at the store will call in. Whatever call we take, that's the person you give it to. Okay. Sleepy in Daytona, you're in the hideout. What's up, Sleepy? Hey, what's up? What you got? I was going back to some of the funny stories from Walmart. I got one, probably one of the best one in my area. Everyone in the area knows me pretty much for this. Um, I went into a Walmart, and we we played. It was me and about five other guys, and we were playing a game called Walmart Tag. And it's pretty much what it sounds like. You play tag in Walmart, and you mm-hmm. make rules as you go. And through the process, I was about... 17 when it happened through the process i knocked over some old lady she broke her hip and threatened to sue walmart if i wasn't permanently banned and here i am 21 i'm still not allowed in all right which they know wa- you which over? walmart is this sleeping uh that, that walmart was the one in port orange mm-hmm. uh it's the super walmart in port orange okay and but- that's the one you got banned from to this day Oh, I'm banned from all Walmarts. <laughs> oh, you can't go to Walmart, period. I, I cannot go to a Walmart legally. How, if, how would they know? I still go. <laughs> I mean, what if it's like one of those little grocery store uh, like Walmarts? You can get into that, right? I still go to the one that I was banned from. <laughs> all right. How about, how about a Sam's account. Club? Yeah, because um, Sam's is kind of the same thing. It, I don't know. I've never really asked. So I assume yes. This kid doesn't care. He's, he's knocking over old ladies. Yeah, he's knocking over old ladies to play Walmart tag. What does he care? Hey, in my defense. Oh, I'm sorry. I accidentally cut him off. Right, we got to take a break anyway. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Do we want to na- announce the location? Wait till they get there. All right, we'll wait till you get there. Here's the thing. I don't want to wait too long. Okay, wait. I, yeah, give the first location. Now. I want people to be there so that they can be there. Mm-hmm. They can hear us announce, hey, you... At so-and-so, call in now. The first one to get through, obviously, will win the Monster Anniversary Show tickets. All right, where would you boys, boys like to go to first? Sears? Altamont Mall? Yeah, why not? All right, Sears in the Altamont Mall. Yeah. Do they have an electronics department? I'm sure. Sure, that one does, but I'm sure there's a store in there that does. Okay. You know what I mean? There's got to be a store in well, there. Well, go to the Sears first, find the, uh, find the uh, electronics, and if there isn't one, we'll find a, a store in that mall that does. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you what. If it's, if it's not working out, if there's no electronics department there, I'll call you guys and let you know the new place. Otherwise, we'll we'll expect it as planned. The first person that hears it calls in. All right, we'll do it then. So hide. Yeah, BJ. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Real Radio 104.1, and then we're gonna go to break. <laughs> That's my job. I'm He's having a panic attack. I'm gonna go ahead and take all that responsibility just for this break. Let him do it. It'll be his last one. I guarantee this panic attack will kill him. If not, the AIDS will. Okay. Well, the uh, AIDS will take a good... I'm, I mean, I'm on good medication for that. All right, let's go. S- along with uh, all right, so his dad. Take us to break. You're listening to Real Radio. Up next. Oh, oops, I uh, hit the button. Yeah, sorry about that. It didn't go through. Uh, coming up, we'll announce... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, have a good... <laughs> coming up, we'll announce... I guess it's the Sears of the Altamont Mall. And you guys to win the Monster Anniversary Show tickets by Curious BJ Chunks and Soft, the documentary filmmaker. Keep on listening, though. There will be more locations as well. Big Boys, got a good question coming up next in the hideout of Real Radio 104.1. A lot to get down on a Wednesday night in the hideout. All right, Dubs, change the plan. 
Dubs, change in plan. We're sending them to the Best Buy on 436, Best not the Sears at the Altamont Mall. Okay. I just I didn't want to take the chance that there weren't going to be any radios. Mm-hmm. What's the problem? Uh, we have to wait a few more moments. Somebody's in the restroom trying to go, and for some reason he can't. Since he hasn't gone in 30 hours, and now he's having a problem. I made the mistake of walking in there to wash my hand, and I, it looked like he got petrified, and I think it stopped him. Well, no. So he's he shy, too? No, is he trying to... Tr- no, one or two? no, one. He just can't go. He, he hasn't gone one in 30 hours? That's what he said. He said he still can't go, and he's in there cussing up like a storm. All right, well... Take a phone in there real quick. Go tell him he's having an, an anxiety attack that's probably going to kill him. Here's the thing. we got to hurry up and get to the Best Buy so that we can give away the Monster Anniversary Show tickets. We'll talk him into leaving. i got a very interesting story, too, Dubs, real yeah. fast. I want. We'll talk about it more in a second, but I just want to get it out there to you. Central Florida man accused of voyeurism after his cousin finds hidden holes in his halls leading into her room. <laughs> Apparent body fluids underneath the holes. Oh. Found that on local6.com. By the way, they're our new par- partner for Heard It First in the Hideout. So what do you think was going through there, the eye or the junk? No, it had to be the eye because the fluids were below the hole. Yeah. Well, maybe he withdraws with the... All uh, the- right. Sounds like Porky's. Big big boy, yeah, exactly. Big boy in Daytona, you're in the hideout. What's up, man? Hey, Elmer. I was wondering, uh, you know, like the Jehovah's Witnesses, they're always trying to preach to you, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it bad to get mad at them, like, in a public place, like a high school or something? What, you uh, you yelled at a Jehovah's Witness in a high school? Yeah. Wait, why? He started preaching to me. Man, well, just go away. You don't have to yell. Just turn around and walk away, man. They keep on hounding you. I mean, if they follow you at that point. Yeah, you can just say, hey, leave me alone. Normally, I just, you know, treat them like a homeless person asking for money. Mm-hmm. No eye contact. Don't you hate it when you make eye contact with the bum? Homeless. Oh. I'm not going to be politically correct with the homeless. My dad showed me this cool trick one time, and he's never really shown me anything useful in life but this. You can start their feet on fire? Well, that's later. But, like, if you're, like, in public during the day and you can't, you know, kill him, he, he, this guy goes, excuse me, can I have some money? And my dad just passed him and goes, yeah, yeah, man, how's it going? And just, like, keeps on walking like he's, like, a rock star and, like, just being polite to everyone. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that worked. So he does that to the homeless person? Yeah, it's just like, hey, Matt just asked me for some money. Matt? Hey, uh, hey, Tommy, can you get some money for me? Hey, yeah, man, how's it going? Great, cool, I'll see you later. Yeah, and he just like keeps walking, doesn't really look directly at them, just sort of like glances their way, and it's like, oh, yeah, great. Yeah, do you cool. feel guilty after you kind of do the walk-on-by or the Matt Albert thing of, hey, I already spent it all on beer? No, I, I don't... But, but when they say, when they say, well, thank you anyway, God bless you. No, I never feel bad. And then after the God bless you thing, it's like an extra little stab, like, oh, come on. No, because God's forgot about them, so why why are they saying God bless you? But after I used that beer excuse, I helped that deaf guy in the parking lot, so it all evened out. That is true. Yeah, you ended up having a, uh, you came around full circle, you're right. Also, I very rarely carry any cash now, so Mm -hmm. a lot of times I'm not lying when I say I have no change. I hate change. A lot of times what I'll do with change is I'll get it, throw it in the gutter. My friend says he always makes him tell a joke before it's he gives him give any money. It's better than give it to a bum. It's not even about that. Plus, I think that's where they live. But I like to get it and throw it into the uh, into the gutter and make a wish. Plus, I hate the clingity-clangity in my pockets. I like to act like I'm richer than I am, so I got 
like sometimes when I'm at a store and they give me like 75 cents back, I'm like, I don't need that. What are you trying to give me that for? And I'll leave it there. Or like I'll be walking into a, uh, into a store and I'll light up a cigarette and just take one hit and throw it away. Like, I, 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 these are nothing to me. I have uh, 50 more where that came from. Hey, have you ever done the thing either? Have you ever heard of this? Um, of people going into a department store and like haggling on the price. Mm-hmm. Like trying to talk down the price and get even more of a discount I, at a department store? I've seen it work. I've what? never heard of that. That is something that would never cross my mind because it's not a flea market. You're at a department store. Joshua in UCF, you're in the hideout. What's up, Joshua? Hey, what's going on, LFA? Hey, dude. Um, every time I go downtown, because without fail, I always sit for money, what I do is I just make sure I don't have any change on me. And when they ask me for some money, I say, look, I drink on debit. Look, see? And I start hitting my pockets and notice the absence of the change noise. And it works like a charm. And then you don't have to feel bad either. Ah, oh, see, but here's but the you, thing. you're going out of your way knowing that you're going <laughs> to stiff the bum the whole time. Yeah, you're per- damn right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Joshua. And you know what? Get a job washing hands in a uh, in a uh, bar. Oh, we'll talk about those, those those are usually bums in there. All right, it's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. It's a Hideout. Coming up next, it's the Hideout. All right, I want to talk about how just uncomfortable that whole thing is. Mm-hmm. Someone and, really dirty trying to dry your hands. And it's not even that, it's, you're in a captive audience. Mm-hmm. Like, the guilt that comes over you in that situation. Like, how do you get out of that without looking like an ass? I don't think you can. Dribble and on your hand? That and the Best Buy at 436 uh, for monster tickets at the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Wednesday night, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. By Curious BJ, Chunks. Off on their way to the Best Buy on 436 in Altamont Springs to give away Monster Anniversary Show tickets and also the Hideout Mission uh, Operation Occupy Orlando mm-hmm. and turn up all the radios and put them on uh, Real Radio 104.1. Jack and Vito, you're in the Hideout. What's up, Jack? Hey guys. Um, I actually want to tell you that uh, Chunk is a kike. Yeah. What? I don't know what that was. Not quite sure. Um, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Tommy was telling me something during the break that used to drive you crazy. about Because like, we were talking about trying to avoid... Bums. Homeless people. And the thing, too, of them being in the bathroom. And how you purposely go out of your way... To not wash your hands. It always seems to me that homeless people are the people they hire for the bathroom attendant. Okay, now I think you're racist. Why? Because the majority of the time it's just it's black folks. No, there there's been plenty of white folks standing there, tall, stringy, with their Carrie Von Eric hair. <laughs> Tornado. Asking for money. Or, uh, yeah, like uh, like panhandling in the bathroom and washing your hands with uh, the cheap soap and uh, cologne they have. Would you ever use that cologne? I don't know. I kind of like that cologne, to be honest with you. Why? I don't know. You, know, you want to smell good. Yeah, use real cologne. Don't use that cheap 30-cent stuff. They got it there. It's it's cool water. What? What if you're already, like, wearing good cologne? Well, then then you you just... Oh, I, I really doubt that that's pure uh, cologne in there. Sure, there's a lot of hepatitis spit in there too. 
That's what I always hated back home. There was that, uh, what was it, Bridges or something like that up the street from the WJFK studio. I always hated going to that bathroom because it was real small, and then they had that one attendant there. There's nothing you can do about it. Every strip club does it, too. Mm-hmm. But you hate whenever you're trying to pay downtown, like you're trying to park and stuff? Yeah, the first couple times I went downtown to, like, Church Street and stuff, like... I was paying, and I was having trouble paying with credit cards, because like I said, I don't carry any cash usually. It's because I'm poor, but... Um, and this guy was like, came up and started trying to help me, and like he, he sounded like he knew what he was talking about, so I thought he was like like working there or something like that. And then after, he's like, hey, can I get some money for helping you? And I'm like, wait a minute, this guy is one of these like homeless guys. Mm-hmm. And then, so every time I go there now, I just, I don't ask for help. If they start trying to talk to me, I just act like I don't hear them. And, and those are the uh, bums that ruin it for the rest of them. Uh, I know, like, when I went down to, uh, to Mardi Gras, uh, there were bums walking around, and they would just come up and, like, start performing right in front of you. And you didn't ask for it. You didn't, uh, you know, ask for them to uh, start singing or doing anything for you. And right after they're done, they demand that you give them money for their performance. We should do that. We should start doing a collection plate. Or just an open guitar. There's no guitar. Hide out unplugged. Right. We go out on the streets, no microphones, we just talk back and forth with a guitar open in front of us. You want to do that Saturday night like in front of Mako's? And we're just sitting there doing our own little uh, segment, but no microphones, no anything. The two of us just talking. I'd love to do it. Let's, let's give it a try. See how much money we can make. And people are like, what are you doing? We're like, well, we usually do this on the radio. Right now, we're doing it here for you. Put some money in there. You kind of have a little thing explaining it right there, so no one uh, really you know, gets in your way and asks what's going on. All right. Have you ever thought of that, too? Like a good side hustle? Like a good way to make extra money. I always wanted to learn how to the shuffle the uh, the seashells in the ball or whatever it is, you know, like the cup and the ball and everything, and then people pick. And is there school for that? Like think, a side hustle kind of school? Yeah, it's called magic. You just figure out like uh, you, you get one of those cheap magic uh, things, and then you kind of learn from there. School of hard knocks, my friend. School of hard knocks. I didn't get in. I didn't have enough fights to get in. Grades were too high. Right. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, sir. You have a B plus average. I'm sorry, to, sir. Your eyes are blue. You need to have at least a C minus before you can get into the school of hard knocks. Another thing about those homeless people downtown, mm-hmm. it always seems like they're from out of town, and they always tell me like, "Oh, I got stranded here because something." That, that's, that's a story that they give you. Like uh, I know in D.C., they would always do that to me. Uh, when it, at Union Station, the main uh, train station there. They would say they got stranded there, and uh, they needed a ride home. They needed to get in a cab. And they would try to get, like, five or ten bucks off you because uh, it, they would uh, need to get in a cab. And they'd, like, try to hand you their, their license and everything to say, I'll send you the money back, and you can send me my license back. And it's always a fake license. That or, or they know that no one's going to take their license for ten bucks. That's what happened to me that time I, I gave that um a hitchhiker a ride, and mm-hmm. he's like, give me a call and I'll pay you back the money. And then we called him on air, and it was some woman who was pissed off that we called her at 1130 at night. <laughs> right, had no idea who the guy was. Son of a bitch with a fake leg, I should have beat him to death with it. Chunks. Hello. Hey, where are you? Uh, I'm kind of standing away from the speakers at Best Buy, and it's got, you know how it's got the row of, like, boom mm-hmm. boxes and radios? Yeah. Uh-huh. On both sides. We have them both tuned up there, and uh, there's the intercom right now. 
We have them all tuned up there, man. It sounds really good. They got some you, really good electronics. Have you there. have you boosted the audio yet? Not yet, man. Okay. We we're waiting for your go ahead. All right, hold on. Let's take a break and come back and have you do it, okay? All right, all right, uh, yeah. All right, because we're right up on a break. All right, well, that's the Best Buy at 436 in Altamont Springs. We're doing it just part of uh, Operation Occupy Orlando. We're giving you a way to uh, win some prizes with it, though. It's a bonus way to get some prizes if you actually go down there with BJ and Chunks and you hear us talk to you through the speakers and you call in, then you win the Monster Anniversary Show tickets. So I'll give you the four-minute commercial break to get there if you're on 436 now. Now, you have to be there because BJ has the uh, tickets in hand and he will uh, go up and hand them to you. So you have to call in, tell us what you're wearing or whatever and where you're at. BJ will walk up and hand you the tickets. All right. Hey, hey guys. Yeah. Quick uh, revelation. Uh, everyone's hearing this on the talk rack, and the uh, the boys in blue over here are kind of looking over with the crazy look in their eyes, but I don't think they've caught on yet. All right. We'll take a break and come back. Call us back in three minutes. All right. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next, up next, up next on the Hideout. If you want these highly coveted Monster Anniversary Show tickets... We're in the middle of a mission for uh, Hideout Occupation... Uh, Occupy Orlando. Uh, Occupy Orlando. But if you get down there and you call in because you heard us there in the Best Buy on 436 in Altamont Springs, we'll have Bike Curious BJ just hand you the tickets. Quick break, we'll come back, we do that. It's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Hi, welcome back into the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. It's a Wednesday night in the Hideout, right now in the middle of... Operation Occupy Orlando. Starting with the stores. We're the new night show here in the hideout. You probably haven't heard of us because, uh, well, why would you? Um, there's no advertising. So we're going to do it on our own. And we're going to enlist your help. And we're going to give you prizes. We are we have monster anniversary show tickets that we are giving away. But part of the Operation Occupy Orlando is... There are always radios turned on all over the uh, the city, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of turned on sitting there for no real purpose, usually at electric uh, department stores. And so what we've decided to do is send Chunks, Bicurious BJ, and Soft, the hideout uh, documentary filmmaker, to the Best Buy at the uh, 436 in Altamont Springs, mm-hmm. turn all of the radios to... Real Radio 104.1 in the hideout, the night show. You're listening to it right now. And uh, a little free advertising for the show so people can kind of get caught up on it. Yeah, because, you know, you're just walking through a store. You really usually are only listening. They only have the hip-hop and uh, bass stuff going there. Right. You can hear Put our, my big bassy voice on there. Hear our stunning voices right now. All right, Chunks, you there? Yes, sir. All right, you guys all have all of the uh, things tuned to it? They are on 104.1, sir. We're just getting the uh, delay right now. Okay, why don't you go ahead and go around and turn all of them up as loud as you can? All right, all right, fellas, let's uh, turn it up. Uh, you guys all have all of the uh, things tuned to it? Yeah, on 104.1, so we're just getting the uh, delay right now. All right, why don't you go ahead and go around and turn all of them up as loud as you guys hear it? Yeah, yeah. we can hear it now. Now, back away from it. Are people... I'm trying to walk away now, but I feel it's just, like, kind of too loud. <laughs> All right. Or is anybody looking at you, like, stupidly or sillyly, silly or anything? Yeah, the people in blue, because, I mean, we're all here... Oh, God. We're walking around, and they're like, all right, why is there a whole group of people, one of which with a camera, walking around back and forth in the all same right, spot? Here's the thing. If you were there at the Best Buy now and you hear this, we're actually talking to you right now through the radios. Ooh. If you want the Monster Anniversary Show tickets, call now, 407-916-1041, 888 
Once you do that, you will go over to Buy Curious BJ, and if we pick you, then we will hand you the tickets. But we got to make sure you're actually there. You can't lie to us. Monster Anniversary Show tickets right. available. All right, you guys at Best Buy. He's put his head down on one of the on one of the boom boxes. <laughs> I guess he's so tired. <laughs> he's just laying there. It looks like he's gonna fall on the floor. All right, Susan. Hello. Are you there? Yeah. All right. So you do you see chunks and buy curious BJ? I what? It's so loud I can't hear. It's so loud it's on delay you can't hear. All right. Walk away from the stereos. Okay, ham. I am. But you're at the Best Buy at 4:36. Yes. Okay. Now I hear myself on the radio and it's really loud. All right, Susan. What are you wearing? Black black scrub shirt, white pants, All right. stripes on them. Chunks. Find her. Yeah. Find her, Chunks. Give her the tickets. She's got a what now? <laughs> I'm all the way across the other <laughs> side of the store. All right, but this is all at the Best Buy. Do you hear it? Turn your radio down. Turn your radio down. <laughs> all right, I'm far away now. What has she got on? All right, black shirt, white shorts. Black shirt, white shorts? Is that right, Susan? All right, hold on. I, I'm going to drive myself insane with this. Oh, my God. What show is Best Buy listening to? Hello, Best Buy on 436. All right. Chunks. Yeah, all right. I moved way far away. I, I see it. All right. Go, go give her the tickets to the anniversary show. All right. All right. Do you want to now move on to the second location? Yeah, we'll go ahead and do that. Where right. is it? Second location, the Walmart at 434 and 436. Boop. Later. All right. Let it. Susan, congratulations. You're a winner. Hold on, sweetie. All right. Nice. Very good. And by the way, leave the radios turned on. Yeah, do not turn them down. Just walk out. I like it. This is the stuff we're going to have to do, have to do, Dubs. Give us a little promo. Right. So now, if you want Monster, Monster Anniversary Show tickets, head over to the Walmart at 436 and 434. Not far away from the uh, the uh, Best Buy. So if you're heading over to the Best Buy and didn't make it in time, now head over to the Walmart. Um, then head down to Melbourne. Right. Where they'll be headed next. <laughs> hey, Dubs, what's a good, like, second source of income? We were just kind of talking about it for a second. Like, something that's easy and quick. Well, I, I mean, uh, one thing that got brought up the other day, and I, I've been actually seriously thinking about it, the uh, EverQuest and the World of Warcraft and those computer games, getting those virtual items on there and uh, then selling them. Online and like eBay and stuff for profit. I've also heard too, like people are making tons of money on eBay now. Yeah, well, they, there's the eBay stores popping up, like the uh, the actual stores, like uh, physical stores. You walk in there, you hand over the stuff, and they put it on eBay for you. There's one over uh, by uh, by uh, the uh, the Broadway and all that stuff. Do you have an eBay account? No, I don't. I don't either. I don't even know how to use it. I'm afraid of it. Well, I, you, I think first you need to get a PayPal, right? Um, no, I don't no? think so. I, it's been so long since I set mine up. It's been years, but no, I don't think so. It, it's not like anything to be afraid of. I know you can use a credit card. See, I don't, I'm afraid of doing that, too. I don't want throwing out my credit card and any of that kind of stuff. What, 4823? What? No. Your credit card? Oh, no. sorry. <laughs> 48. Oh, wait. I'm only missing one digit, I've noticed. What's wrong with you? Nothing. What are you doing? Stop going through Do you have a three-digit code on the back? 956. <laughs> what the hell? How the hell? You leave your wallet out a lot. I. Where is it? 
<laughs> you never know where your wallet is. Your wallet and your keys, the two most important things You've that never, you need. He's never noticed. Oh, I'm going to let you in a little secret. Like sometimes I'll move your car just one spot over and see if you notice. <laughs> Especially when your calf was bad, I would move it over You're one such spot. A dick. Here's the thing. I hate. And there's one more spot away, so you'd have to limp that much uh, further. I hate having stuff in my pockets. Am I alone with that? I. Here's the thing. I think it's a fat guy thing. I hate having stuff in my pockets. I've always enjoyed having uh, change, my pockets full. Change I, keys, phones, iPods. That's why I have always have the uh, the uh, the cargo pants or shorts because always the pockets are full, both sides. It drives me insane. It makes me sweaty. <laughs> How? I don't know. It doesn't add any heat to you. Yes, it does. It's like it's extra weight. It's <laughs> it's a more of a workout for you to do your daily activities. Yes. I don't think it's that uh, big of a difference. Keys. They ca- they they weigh like what a quarter of a pound. I'm not gonna lie to you. If I could, I'd have a purse. Do it. Mo. Have a nice sequenced one. Here's the problem, though. You can't be a guy and carry a purse, but why not? I got stuff. I can't put my stuff in a purse. No. What if I call it a man bag? Ew. Well, well then you carry then that you... around your chin. <laughs> I'm telling you what I need. A purse? No, a fanny pack. A man bag. A fanny pack is gayer than carrying a man bag on your chin. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. With a nice fanny pack, you get a fanny pack, you can put your... That's why they created them for travelers. You put your phone, your keys, your wallet, your iPod, and then you have it, and it's like you get it turned around to, to your back. You know what I mean? It's like carrying a back... No. Now, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. It's like carrying a backpack, but it's not quite a whole backpack because you don't need a whole backpack. It's just a fanny pack. What it is is a hand warmer for your lover. So while he's back there, he doesn't get cold fingertips. All right, people are telling me, try a briefcase. A briefcase I have to carry. You have to carry a man bag, too. No, that's why I'm saying fanny pack. The that prob- adds the extra weight on that you were, you were so worried about before. The problem, not if I get it turned around to the back. The problem, it's just like if it's Donovan, Donovan McNabb and it's a cold day and he's got the hand warmers. That's exactly what I was saying for the man friend. Yeah, I understand. But you don't call him gay. I never liked those. And he doesn't wear that walking around the mall. You put stuff in it, it would be great. But you turn around into the back. Why not on the side? Do the whole gangster thing. All right, maybe that's what I do. Tilt it. The problem is in the name. Fanny Pack. I Yeah, I guarantee the Fanny Pack, uh, the name really, really killed it. And just the gay look of it, because no, it doesn't there's, look- no, there, there's never a cool one. They're always neon or pastel, or have Ninja Turtles on The them. one that I have is from World Gym in Lansing, mm-hmm. and it's purple. I told you, there, there's a, it's impossible to find a, just a plain black one or a red one. All right, how about this? How about if we come out with hide, hideout fanny packs? No. <laughs> no. I'd no. wear it. I'm sure you would. No we already one else have would. the patches, dude. What will happen is they'll end up uh, way back there with all the other crap that uh, that we haven't given out yet. We have all kind. We we can't hold on to stuff. Well, I mean, there's stuff that we just didn't want to give up. <laughs> Vic and Deland here in the hideout. Go ahead, Vic. Hey guys, what's up, man? Hey get? man, I carry a man bag. I got a ton of crap I got to carry around: checkbooks, cell phones, iPods, all that stuff. I agree with you. 
definitely be able to carry one around. Right. I use a, I go to Walmart and I get one of those uh, travel bags, little cosmetic bag things that you use to carry all your shampoo and everything mm -hmm. around. It works perfect. Nobody says a thing. All right, you know what? I have one of those. All right, do you mind me asking what race you are, Vic? You white man, black man, Latin man? White male. All right. Heterosexual. All right. White heterosexual sure. males doing it. If you have to scream that, it kind of may not Hey, be. I'm not gay. No one said you were, bro. Here's the other thing, though. It's still... I was just licking the crumbs off his lips. <laughs> Very hungry. And a cookie. I'm not lying to you, dude. I think the fanny pack is the wave of the future. It, no, it, it died miserably. We were talking last night about bringing back the drive-in. It's making a comeback. The fanny pack will not. I'm going to start it. I remember in like... We're, dude, we're in Orlando. Yeah, we're, the land of time forgot. No, we're in the land of theme parks mm -hmm. and making things easier. Oh, you'll see 60-year-olds still with uh, fanny packs. I'm not going to deny I'm that. I'm going to make it hip, dude. I'm bringing back the fanny pack. Go for it. No one will follow. I remember in sixth grade, I met my friend at the movies, and he showed up wearing one of those, and I remember I just lost it. I just busted out laughing in his face, and I, I felt bad afterwards, but I just couldn't help it. What are you going to do? Carry your uh, your bingo stamper and your your um, your troll in there? All right, King K. Roll says, uh, backpack. I'm telling you, dude, it's too big. I need something smaller. Smack Daddy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Smack Daddy? Hey, how you doing tonight? All right. I got just the thing for you. The the fanny pack is a dinosaur. Uh, over in Europe, they've been using these for years, and I see lots of people there in Orlando using them. It's sort of like a little shoulder bag. It's about the size of a, uh, oh, I guess, a sheet of paper, and you can it goes over your head. It's one shoulder, it kind of hangs under one arm, and you can put a lot of stuff in it. And uh, I guess you could call it a man bag if you wanted to. Yeah, because that is essentially a purse, but it's designed just a little bit different. Yeah, it's designed for men. Uh, you know I mean, what? You're right. I actually, now that you say it, Smack Daddy, thank you for the phone call, I know what he's talking about. And you just kind of put it over. It's like what that one kid had, maybe, in um, Euro Trip. I never watched Euro Trip. Was it any good? Nah. That's why I never really. It was okay. It looked like it had, like, two funny jokes. When, when you can't get enough really, really funny jokes to fill a trailer, you know you're in trouble. Right. Jameson in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hey, Hefe, how are you, guy? All right, brother. Good, I'm the guy that uh, had Chunk's uh, massage Moira's feet. Oh, nice. Very good call on that one, by the way, when he was the slave. What you got, my friend? I like it. Hey, um, I've been carrying a satchel around since 1979. This thing, you can get them in, like, we uh, Wilson's leather. Uh, it zips open like a... But you can put your credit cards in there. I've got... Uh, I've carried cell phones in it. And they're durable. A and... satchel. Yeah. Right, how about that? How about if I just call it a waist satchel instead of a fanny pack? No. You only have the purple one anyway. Right, here's what I need. I'm going to put out an, all P an APB for Monster Anniversary Show tickets. I need a plain black fanny pack. Don't they do don't it. exist. Yes, they do. I just a plain black fanny pack. And I can put the hideout patch that we have on it. And it'll be the coolest thing ever. Only to you. People will be chuckling behind you, and I know that's what... That They're not going to chuckle, man. Look at me. I'm tough. I'm hardcore. I'm down, dog. 
You'll look like it until you put a fanny pack on. No, but here's the thing. I reverse it, and it goes to the back. No, that's where it's supposed to be. I don't know why people start putting it up front, because they're lazy. You know, that's... La- La- Larry and Altamont, you're in the hideout. What's up, Larry? Hey, I just wanted to let you know that some of the biggest guys uh, you would never think were gay. I, I work at the Winter Park Farmer's Market on Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and Cracker. some of the biggest guys you would think that weren't, that were totally straight, they're wearing fanny packs, and as soon as they speak to you, gay. I, look, here's the thing, though. I'm not gay. I have but, a girlfriend. But here's the thing. Here's yeah, the thing. Yeah, but that's what you're thinking. You're, you're, you're think, you know you're not gay, but people see you with this fanny pack and go, gay. I, first of all, first of all, I'm not concerned if people think that because I have a girlfriend and I'm comfortable in my sexuality. I need something to carry my stuff in. Ew. I'm not going to speedo then. I'm not going to do a purse <laughs> because a purse I know I'll lose. I need something attached to me. If I were a kid, when I was a kid, I was one of those kids that had to put the key on my necklace so I wouldn't lose it. So you aren't worried about people thinking you you might be gay because you're wearing the uh, the fanny pack? It's not. What am I going to be worried about people thinking I'm gay for? I'm not gay. I got a girlfriend. Oh, I, know, I know you're not gay because you tried it the one time and you said it wasn't for you. Whatever. Doesn't make me. Uh, I actually, I encourage you to to wear a fanny pack, especially on your back, because that way Dubs and I can just write little notes on it, saying like "insert here" and stuff like that. <laughs> it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the hideout. Alright, says God is gay for wanting to wear one. I don't understand how because I'm gonna wear a waist satchel. All of a sudden, uh, people would think I'm gay. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with being gay. No, just, there's something wrong with wearing a fanny pack. It's okay to be gay, just not be called gay. What? It's hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. It's a hideout on Real Radio 104.1. April and Apopka, you're in the hideout. What's up, April? Sa, I got two fanny packs for you. Two Black fanny leather. packs. Black Ooh. black leather, brand new, nothing on Rich, them? They're still in the bag, man. <laughs> what do you want for them? I want tickets to the show. To the Monster Anniversary show? That's the one. I tell you what, bring them up. What? When? Right now. I got. All right. Hold on, here you hear this? Yeah. Those are your tickets I've set aside for my fantastic satchel. I'm not letting her in the building unless she brings me and Dubs and Matt something. Well, she can. you guys can have the other one. No. No, we don't want one. April, come on up, sweetie. I'll see you in a second. All right, thanks. No, she's not getting in. She has to. Well, that's her problem. Hope she knows the code. You know, I I agree with Pepe. If he wants to carry a fanny pack, he should be able to carry a fanny pack. Needs something to put his manhood in. (laughs) Dude, it's my wallet, my iPod, my cell phone, my keys, my thing that gets me in the building. Yeah, you do forget that a lot, too. Chunks. Yo. Where are you, you fruit? We're at the Walmart. Are you there? You turn up all the radios yet? Yeah, we're trying to, man. We're running into a little bit of a problem. I What's guess up? the kid working keeps turning them down, and he's killed the power block to a lot of them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, to, like, most of the big-name ones, but we're going back to the boom boxes. I guess... Now, where, where, where were you at before? Because there's two different places you can run this gimmick over at the, uh, over at the Walmart. You can either yeah. run it in the uh, in the electronics department where the uh, the the stereos are, or uh-huh. you can go to the car department where the car stereos are. Ah, 
maybe we'll just have to take a walk over there. Where the car stereo is at? All right, Chunks, give us a call back in like 15 minutes, all right? 15? Yeah, because the phone lines are packed now, and yeah. if we tried to do it, people wouldn't be able to get through. So make right. it, make your plans, and then uh, we'll get a hold of you. Go get some all good right. footage for Behind the Bicarious. That's a Walmart at 436 and 434 for all more right. monster tickets. John and Lakeland, you're in the hideout. What's up, Johnny? Hey, what's going on? What you got, dude? Hey, you, your boy uh, Hulk Hogan, he's always got a fanny pack on. Yeah, he's not gay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the Hulkster. Nah, I mean, he may wear, you know, have long hair and wear a feather boa, but... Yeah, whatever. If you tell me the big boss man wears one, now I'm in. But Hogan, I'm still on I don't the understand edge. that reference. You ever seen the big boss man? Never. Not sure what that is. Maybe you'll know him as a guardian angel. Hmm. Getting a couple of fanny packs for these monster tickets. No, I'm not letting her in the building. Dude, whatever, I'll go downstairs then. Good. <laughs> That was a great comeback. Yeah. Damn it. Danny I was like, and good, and then I was like, I forgot to plan out anything else to say. Danny and Daytona, you're in the hideout. What's up, Danny? Kill me. Hey, how's it going? Quick story for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, a buddy of mine from high school, his dad used to wear a black leather one all the time, and I was like, I, I just wanted to come on and say, hey, you know, 1993 is over, you know, this is 2000, you know, but he's a big guy. And finally, one night, we're up uh, staying in uh, Walt Disney World. He pulls out his 9mm. That's where he kept his uh, concealed weapon. In his fanny pack? I mean, in his uh, waist satchel? Yep, right on his front. Every time I saw him, he always had it on. All right, then maybe that's what i got to do to get a little respect is go get a 9mm and put that's it in right. there. So don't, don't diss anybody that's wearing a fanny pack, you know? Exa- no, 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 waist satchel. I don't like the waist satchel. It's too hard to say. It just needs a good name. <laughs> All right. Uh, I know a name for you, but you're going to get mad if I say it on air. <laughs> it rhymes with bag. Okay, why would you? Yeah, that's not a good word anyway. <laughs> what, Matt? A mosto. Chunks wears one on his stomach. It's called a sag bag. It <laughs> <laughs> does. What a fat bastard. Oh, boy. It's the best listening to Matt trying to answer the phones while laughing. <laughs> Listen to what do you want to say? All right, go. George in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, George? Good evening, Hefe, and a sort of gentleman of the hideout. How are you? All right, brother. Hey, I have the perfect solution for you. Mm-hmm. First of all, let's scrap the fanny uh, pack reference. Uh, it's uh, not what I'm calling it, but yeah. We're going to call it a tactical load-bearing device. Oh. That's the first it's still too long. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little rough. But, hey, listen, go to this website. Same thing the uh, caller before was saying. Blackhawk.com, they make a whole line of these different bags, uh, waist packs and fanny sacks, and uh, they're all designed to carry guns, but they're that rugged nylon, and uh, they're really man-looking, and, you know, nobody will question your authority. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate that, George. Stand there with your sissy sack. Dude, that's not what it is. You guys got to help a brother out, man. You have pockets, man. No. I hate having stuff. I've always hated I hated having things in my pocket. Have you just tried to put them in the lower pockets instead of your upper ones? Yes, because it bangs up against my knees, and I hate that. Wrap it in a sock. Sock sack. Be careful of getting very close to uh, <laughs> dropping an accidental like Dubs did the other night. I don't remember doing that. It was so funny. I wish we could repeat <laughs> it. 
Basically, you said, don't S the messenger. <laughs> all, I changed one letter. And we're all like, sue me. What the hell? Wait, they will. Chris and Lakeland, what you got? Yeah, uh, y'all talking about the names for what to call them. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of outdoors uh, rendezvous and mountain man type uh, repl- replications. Mm-hmm. I call this. Hold I on, slow down, top. slow down. You're going yeah. too fast. Slow down, buddy. Okay. All right, go ahead. I call them a possible bag. That, when, when you're a mountain man, you call them a possible bag. You keep your gunpowder in there. You keep your your folding money. All that stuff. Wrap up the call. You're running out of time. Hurry. Okay. Thank you, Chris. Nah, you ran out of time. That's the play out music. Whenever you hear that music, it means that you have to wrap up the call because you're going on a little too long. We're just moving too slow. Clay in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Buddy, what are you going to do? You you got you said you got your iPod and your phone and keys and wallet and everything in it. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do if it gets stolen? Here's All the thing. Stuff's gone. It's not going to get stolen because unlike a purse or a man bag or a satchel, it'll never leave my waist. It'll always be on my person. But if it's behind you, how are you going to see it? Who's going to get up behind me and I'm not going to feel it? I don't know, man. There's some freaks out there. Yeah, you got to be careful with wearing a buttocks bag. <laughs> what the hell? Thank you, Clay. What it ba- tends to be is a shelf to pe- for people to put their junk on. Let me rest this right here. I'm tired of carrying it. I like that name, buttocks bag. <laughs> okay, what the hell, Smokey Joe? <laughs> what? Got this on Real Radio Hideout, the AOL Instant Messenger. Hefe can carry his little fold-up binoculars for bird watching and all his other <laughs> faggy hobbies. What have I ever said I'm a bird watcher? Is he trying to scream phone calls and he's laughing? <laughs> Let me hear it. <laughs> Fag bag. Stop! I hate that word. Stop it. <laughs> what is going on back there? Screen a phone call, a hole. <laughs> Age. <laughs> oh, it's a hideout, real radio, one hundred four point one. Ashes. Hideout. It's the hideout. Stay tuned. Listening. The hideout. All right, we'll talk to Chunks. Another uh, round of Operation Occupy Orlando with the hideout. If you're in your neighborhood, anytime, anytime. You're at a department store or an electronics store, always put the radio on Real Radio 104.1. Give it, it a little volume, too. A little form of uh, guerrilla marketing from the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. More monster tickets coming up next for the anniversary show. Absolutely, you did. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Carl and O'Cally are in the hideout. I was having the same problem you were having. Right, you got too much stuff. Pockets and too much junk. Right. I went to a flea market and, and mm-hmm. I went to one of these um, Asian places where they have all the pocketbooks and the wallets and the belts and everything. Got a bad cough from little, it. They had a bag. It's a black leather bag, and it was about uh, six inches wide and about ten inches deep. Mm-hmm. And and you put it on your belt. It had a belt loop on it. You know, so you run your belt through it. And it hangs on the side, like on your left or right side, like a da- like a holster. Mm-hmm. And it's got a little thing on the outside for your phone. 
And believe me, there's nobody going to question your... Uh, yeah, you had a nice hog holster right there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I, I would go, and at least 20, 25 people ask me where I got it. All right, I got to find one of these. This? All right, never mind to the lady who wants to bring that over. I need one of those brought up to me for the monster tickets. Speaking of, we're trying to give some away. Chunks. Hey. You at the Walmart? Yeah, we are. We're at that Walmart. I hear you're having a little problem. What happened? We lost BJ somewhere. <laughs> You lost BJ. Yeah, we got people looking for him, and he hasn't popped up. We don't know if he got kicked out or what. He's a fat red kid. We've been walking around looking for him, but uh, someone else is looking for him. I'm near the speakers right now. Okay. Uh, we went to the the car audio, mm -hmm. and uh, these things can pump pretty well. And uh, I don't know. It seems weird because there's actually like a group of people now, and like they're shouting cold over the Walmart intercom. All right. Well, then hurry up. We got to get all it done. Right, let's do it. All right, all right. You turn, turn them all off. The car audio. All right. Mm -hmm. Give the number uh, out. All right, back away, Chunks. I hear you now. All right, back away. Back up. All right, if you're at the Walmart at 436 and 434, call now. We're talking to you right now in the car stereo section to win Monster Anniversary Show tickets. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. All right, let me hear that. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yes, we're here. Oh, Jesus, I can't hear you, man. This thing's like blaring. It's like four aisles deep. You're four aisles away right now? Yes. All right, so there at the Walmart at 436 and 434, if you call now, Chunks will go over to you and give you the anniversary show tickets. Oh, I just hear me saying hello. Sounded like an idiot on the delay. Yeah. Hello. hello. Does that seem like 16 seconds to you? Yeah, right around there. Uh, hold on, I want to time it. Chunks? Yeah. All right, here. Say hello again. All right, in three, two, one, hello. Hello. All right, now I want to go listen to it. Look. All right. Does that seem like 16 seconds to you? Yeah. Right around there. Uh, hold on, I want to time it. Chunks? Yeah. All right, here. Hello. All right, in three, two, one, hello. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's 16, 16 seconds. Definitely 16 seconds. Uh, tell you what, guys, I'm going to have to take out, uh, take off of here. All right, hold on a second. Yeah. Not Hefe. Yeah, what's up, dude? I'm here. Are you there? All right, hold up your uh, phone so that I can hear you. Uh, yeah, okay. Hold, hold on. Up. I'm right next to Chunks. Right. They shut it off, dude. Go back and turn it back on. Go back and turn it up so we can prove that you're there. Oh, fine. Okay, hold on. Again, Operation Occupy Orlando. I'm here. One radio at a time. See, I'm here. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go to Chuck's to get your tickets. Oh, no, we've got we've got dually not half face. That's oh, the worst thing what? in the world. All right, hold on. Or actually, go talk to Chunks. All right. Chunks. Yeah. All right, not half face is the winner. Okay. Hello? Hello? Were people going over there turning them down? Yeah, there's like uh, swarms of like blue vests coming at it. <laughs> you better get out of there. Where's <laughs> BJ? Uh, we found him. Where the hell were you? Ten blue vests, nine teeth. Let us talk to BJ. Oh, uh, hold on. What's up? Where, why'd you disappear? Where'd you I go? I thought they left me because they came up to me and said, hey, you know, get out. You know, all the blue coats are swarming, old Greg hey, Electronics. BJ, run over to Electronics. And crank up the radios there now, and then get out they, of there. They got, they got, they got them powered off. You can't turn them on. Bastards. 
We're, we're trying to give them uh, free plugs here. What are they doing to us? Yeah, yeah Greg, old slick back hair in electronics. Yeah. Is uh, totally responsible. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> All right. Leave him alone. And uh, I thought they left. Oh, you could see it be swarming right. playing like an FBI agent. I mean, it's like, dude, come on. Life's been hard enough on them. What's that? Life's been hard enough on them. Don't. Uh, so the people at Best Buy were cooler than the people at Walmart. Oh, by, oh yeah, well, no question, no question. All right, BJ, go run over and turn up the car uh, audio once again. They turned those off too. There's <laughs> nothing we can do. They're all off. Yes, they've turned off all audio. Yes. There's nothing you, we can do. Most dates just turned off. Dried up. You should see the guy. He's like, it's like. Like p- private dick walking around. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's like, not, it's like, like it's, it's kind of funny. Not allowing you to have your fun, you, you, yeah, you wacky like, children. Like, what do you, what, what do you care? What's your, what's your, your plan behind it? You're not going to get like some type of bonus for this. <laughs> That's true. You know, nothing's going to come from this. If we, play, if we don't play it, nothing's going to happen. Relax. Are you BJ yell- is able to. Uh, are you can- yelling at him now? No, I'm outside now. Old Greg was following us around. Don't give Greg a hard time. It's not his fault. All he's missing is a, is a 1937 Camaro. <laughs> There's no 1937 yeah, Camaros. exactly. What does that even mean? Oh, you should see the guy's hair. He's got the Camaro mini slipback mullet going. <laughs> With the old freaking, uh, like, he's got, like, the, the facial hair growing in, but, like, he can't quite grow it in, but he's trying. Yeah, he's got more, he's got just as many freckles as I do, but his are bigger. All right, BJ. Greg. Is your name Greg now? Yeah, his name's Greg Electronics. Your Let's name? All right, shut up. Hey, BJ, how's your anxiety doing? I'm actually doing good. I'm, I'm extremely fatigued, but no anxiety. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right, 5,000. <laughs> You know, he's popping those anti-anxiety pills, but mm-hmm. it's, it's like aspirin. It'll give you, like, rebound anxiety the next day. Startle in Orlando. What do you got, dude? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, buddy. Um, I have a fanny pack. It's way better. It's, it's more urban. It got straps, and it's from North Face. Yeah, you got you a nice strap on there. So you never can go wrong with that. So. Right, is it cool? Oh, of course. It's It's got different bags. And it's um, it's got different straps for it also. What do you mean, so like different so straps? Big. Like you can, it has for different pockets, different straps. But it's not tremendously big. It, it, it's real urban looking and it's real nice. All right, where do you live? I'm sorry. Where do you live, dude? In Orlando. Can you make it up to the station? I'll figure out what I like more, and I'll give the one that I like more the monster tickets. Yeah, we can do that. All right, get up here. Um, See. You. I'm not sold on the. And the other lady's fanny pack. I'm going to decide which one I want most. My, you're going fanny pack all the way, bringing it back. My tickets, dude. My monster tickets. No, they aren't. They're not yours. I have them. They belong to the people. They belong to me until I give them out for my fanny packs. Damn, I'm almost out, dude. I spent my currency way too fast. I need more monster tickets. <laughs> That's your Monopoly money over there, isn't it? Tell those boys to come back. What the hell happened to all the tickets? You've given them all out. I couldn't have. There were more. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. How many did I give to them? Damn it. All right, somebody get Panama Joe on the phone. i got to make a deal on my uh, fanny packs, and I've lost my monster tickets.
You're looking under everything. You're like a crack addict right now with those things. Dude, I'm about to be cool. I'm about to song. Ah, oh, here they are. Were <sighs> are these the ones I set aside for yesterday, for tomorrow? Uh, I think so. Here's the thing. We're not going to be able to play Walmart Survivor tomorrow. They already got booted? They already been kicked out. That'd be, that'd be even better. So they're back there to uh, to uh, harass again. It won't take them long to get kicked out. We'll have them back up here in no time. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Hideout. Coming up next on the hideout. The hideout. Dubs, is a lot we can still get to this evening. Shoot. I want to talk gas prices for a moment. Okay. I have an idea. Something that they're doing in Texas, they're kind of biting off of your bit. And Hold I'd on. like to bring it here. I think, I, I honestly want to start this here in Orlando. Grassroot effort next in the hideout. I'll tell you about it. Gas prices solved with Real Radio 104.1. Pack my fanny. Pack my fanny. Wednesday night in the hideouts, Real Radio 104.1. Dubs, are you feeling the gas price pinch? Um, in a way, you know, I'm I'm still able to afford it and do what I need to do because I don't have a long drive. But whenever I do have a long drive and I, you know, use a quarter tank of gas or whatever, and I go to refill, and it takes thirty bucks to put a quarter tank in that big ass van, uh, it does really show in the pocketbook. You would come up with the idea. When all this was going down, remember that first scare? Yeah, right at the beginning, like almost, like probably a year ago. And we were just like, hey, everybody chill the hell out. There's going to be gas. Mm-hmm. I think it was actually after Katrina, about seven months ago. And you had the idea of, let's just pick one gas station or company yeah. and boycott. Yeah, just one uh, one gas company boycott it, and that one will uh, will feel the pressure and start lowering its prices, and the other ones will be forced to follow because everybody will start going to that one because they have lower prices. I guess a town in Texas has started that. I think it's a town. Uh, the boycott of Exxon. Good. Nope, that's the one that should be boycotted. They're the ones turning the most profit off of this uh, this scare going on. Oh, yeah. Texas County urging boycott of ExxonMobil. Because you can't not buy gas. No, but the best way to do it with uh, the system we have set up is to uh, put the pressure on one of them, and uh, you know, then they will have to do something. They'll have to make it worth your while. So the county, B County, Beeville... <laughs> Beville will have the kind of uh, economic pressure it'll take, but it's a start. Well, they said, hey, the American people are tired. And what we did is simply took action instead of complaining. Mm -hmm. We're offering our residents a beacon of hope. So they're boycotting ExxonMobil gasoline only until retailers agree to drop the price to a buck thirty a gallon. Now that is a lofty goal. I'll be happy if it gets down to a buck seventy. Now the big reason they said that is because of the guy who just retired with the four hundred million dollar mm-hmm. severance package. 
So, what do you think, Dubs? Do we start it here? I would love to. I would love to get all, everybody behind us and do that. Exxon Mobil would be my main target. All right, 407-916-1041. You got a very interesting IM over there now. It's actually pretty funny. It's only funny because it happened to Chunks and BJ. What happened? Oh, God. What did they do? All right, Dark Horse says that he allegedly may have called Greg at the Walmart and told him he was from Walmart headquarters. And that he may have had intelligence that anti-capitalist radicals were going to broadcast their manifesto in the store. <laughs> Darkhurst said, as my penance, I'll make sure to turn on the hideout on the radios at stores. I just wanted to see if Chunks could get busted. Oh, you're kidding. That's awesome. That is hilarious. Dark Horse. Chicks goes, do you think anything bad would happen what are they if, gonna if do? I do this? I go, yeah, man, you're probably going to get arrested and fired. And then I just looked away like I was serious and I had stuff to do. Are they back? No, he kept instant messaging me from his phone saying, dude, where am I going next? I said, just come back. And he sends me the question mark back. I go, just come back to the studio. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello? 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 Hear me? Hello? And the thing is, that's not even a bit. He does that in real life when you're talking to him on the phone. Mm-hmm. Which drives us insane. Hello? Mm-hmm. By what? The, Hello? By, by the way, you're listening to The Hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. All right, so do I now we make the personal choice of boycotting ExxonMobil. Right? Yes. Now, what is the best way to get everybody else behind us, now, though? Let me ask you, though. And this is a big thing, Dubs. There's one right there at the corner of 436 and 1792, mm-hmm. okay, that I happen to top, topic, or too frequent, I'm sorry. They had two for one, uh, actually two for three, three for two monsters. Why weren't you ever telling me about this? Yeah, I just discovered that. So do we not buy their gas? Just, but we still just buy no the, gas. But we buy our gas, monster energy drinks? Mm-hmm. The gas is the big thing. If their if their pumps are uh, empty, and no one's going to Exxon Mobil, then uh, then that that's what's going to put the pressure on. They don't care how much of the extra stuff they sell. Yeah, because that on the run had the monsters. You buy two, you get one free. Damn. Yeah, it's great. I just actually finished one, and I was thinking Is about more. I was thinking about stopping over there. I've had boy. four today. Whoa. Yeah. I've needed energy. Davin, uh, Jim and Davenport, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jim? Hey, um, I just want to say something about the boycott and the uh, Exxon. Mm-hmm. I think there's two other factors that we could put in. If people go to uh, get fuel, if they stop buying Coke, Pepsi, Budweiser, Lay's potato chips, I think the bigger companies would come down a lot harder on the uh, fuel, too, instead of just, uh, you know, us as... As far as peons, as far as they're concerned. All right, so maybe get, all right, so then say, hey, uh, Coca-Cola, we're not going to buy any more Coca-Cola until you talk to the boys at Exxon. And, exactly. And they do like a peer pressure kind of thing as far as corporations go. Exactly, because they're putting their products in there just to get us to buy gas, and they know we're going to go inside instead of going Well, like with the, the monster, like I, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I just said. Now, with the, uh, with the Exxon Mobil, do we know if they're tied with any other company? I don't know. Uh, we, we need to look in that, too, and just say we aren't buying anything. 
because it's time now to take uh, take back our uh, our gas. Mm-hmm. Then I'm watching something, and thank you, Jim. I guess I think it was a Situation Room that Wolf Blitzer show on CNN before it came in. Mm-hmm. Iran. Do you know how much a gallon of gas is in Iran? How much? Forty cents. Wow. And I'm not expecting to get it for forty cents. Not by any stretch of the imagination. They're showing. Remember when you used to fill up, mm-hmm. and I guess before the technology, and you'd put too much in your gas tank, and it starts pouring out. Mm-hmm. They they show them doing that in Iran, and just laughing, and being like, "We're Americans would go and try to sop it up as if it were water in the desert." Did you, Did you hear what was going on in L.A.? Uh, people are are running out of gas on the expressway on purpose. So the uh, the people the uh, the uh, the expressway, uh, uh, like, uh, rescue people who carry around gas with them will give them a free gallon of gas to get to the next uh, gas station. That seems stupid. I know. It's one gallon. You're only you're only getting, like, $3 worth of uh, product. That seems like a waste of time. It take you, You're going to sit there for an hour and a half to save three bucks? Mm-hmm. I actually ran out of uh, gas on the uh, D.C. expressway before. Yeah, I just laughed. And uh, they uh, came up and gave me a free gallon. You're like, can you come get me? And I'm like, no, dude. Fastest hour starts in three minutes. Why aren't you here? A-hole. I got lost. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout on a Wednesday night, Rural Radio 104.1. All right, the boys are back from uh, the latest hideout mission. Mm-hmm. Operation Occupy Orlando. Turning up radios that are in public. Putting them on 104.1 and uh, turning them up uh, so it can be heard. Next is people's houses. But They will sneak through the window. No, they are not. What? Now, uh, Dubs, the thing about that, though, they're back. They have some really good stories. Yeah? We'll get to those in a second. First, though, we're going to solve the gas problem in the next eight minutes. And we can do it. I'm telling you, the boycott of Exxon Mobil's the way to go. The way to go. I agree. Like Beeville in Texas. I if, think it needs to go to a higher scale. If Beeville's behind it, then soon we'll have Whoville, Fowlerville. Well, Seville is obviously the next one. And all the other Vills. Mark, and my my hometown, Deville. Mark in Orlando. Yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with you, boys. What, why? Why is that, Mark? Well. It's safe like the boycott. As soon as uh, it starts to work and the gas starts going down about five cents cheaper than the gas station across the street, everybody's going to just fly you know that gas. Station. You, you, if it was a very uh, loose kind of uh, non-organized type boycott, I agree. If uh, you know people will go where it's five cents cheaper, even though that five cents really does not put a, a big change in your uh, pocketbook. But they still see that five cents as being a huge difference. If you, if there was a five cent difference on a candy bar, would you care? No, I'll tell you this too. I saw sixty minutes over the weekend. They're talking about the guy who owns Starbucks mm-hmm. and how Starbucks, by the way, I had a Vinte Cafe Mocha. Nice. This morning, I don't do them every day, but occasionally I'll treat myself with a nice uh, caffeine triple shot to try to make it through Why the day. Why not? And uh, through that, Dubs, like the reason he says he charges like four bucks a coffee is because I guess if you're at Starbucks for like six months or something, he gives you health insurance. Yeah, they actually are very good employers. And so I'm like, I'll pay a little extra mm-hmm. so people can have some health insurance. 
but I don't see that for uh, for Exxon. No. Rob in Orlando, what do you got? Hey, um, I love the idea of the boycott and all, but uh, I want to give you a little information about the enormity of the company Exxon Mobil. Um, last quarter, the profits alone of Exxon Mobil were nine. Kept this. Billion dollars. Nine billion dollars for a quarter. Nine billion dollars in one quarter for profit. The CEO was uh, salary was fifty five million dollars. Jesus. So it's a wonderful idea. I think it's such a great concept, but the enormity that you're speaking of, it just cannot happen. But here's I, the thing. I think it, I think it's very difficult, and I I agree that it, it won't happen. 100%, but if you, even if you can get 90, 90%, which is still a lofty goal, it would uh, work. Here's the thing, though. You, and I know that seems like part of it, but you have to start somewhere. At some point, you have to say, all right, it looks like it's a daunting task, but you have to begin somewhere. And these people who try to just uh, boycott gas, period, you aren't going to get that to work. Yeah, it's you, not going to work. You can't do that because we're so dependent on it. But there are enough gas stations out there where you can single out one and still live. Say, we're not going there. It's it. If I have a choice, I'll go across the street to the 7-Eleven. And I'm not going to do the ExxonMobil. Despite the buy two monsters, you get one free. Ah, maybe I'll start tomorrow. See, that's the thing. Never want to try it. 7-Eleven's got those paillitas, too. Those new paillitas. But th- those are usually... Uh, Have you done your rampers. appearance yet? Yeah. I had a way to hype it on the air. I did. <laughs> I tried to. I didn't even know you were doing one. You cut me off, remember? I said, hey, I'm going to be... That's, that's it. <laughs> no. Technical problems. <laughs> Kevin in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Kevin? Kevin? That's you. Go. Yeah, hey, yeah, the, the thing about that uh, boycott is that if you took all the profits from Exxon for the year, mm-hmm. all the gallons of gas that they sold, it comes to two and a half cents a gallon that they made. So, I mean, you can't expect them to be able to drop it more than that. Oh, please, they're making way more than two and a half cents a gallon. Nine billion dollars on a quarter. That seems more than... Uh, how many? How many gallons of gas do you think they sell in a day? In the United States, at Exxon, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even begin to have an idea. Well, but nine billion, even even adding up uh, two cents at a time, would be an enormous amount of gas. Oh, I thought you had something, BJ. Sorry, realize you're just stretching your fat arm. <laughs> Tom in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Tom? Uh, yeah, uh, the, the uh, boycott of Exxon would would work under one condition, though. They own two-thirds of the oil refineries in the United States. And when you boycott ExxonMobil and you start buying your gas from other companies, they have to go to ExxonMobil to buy their gas at bulk rates. All right, so now we got to boycott all of the refineries that ExxonMobil would own. Oh, right. That, that's, that's the big problem <laughs> we have is, uh, is there's not enough oil refineries in the United States to uh, meet our demands. Here, the fuel. here it is. Uh, uh, the, the thing is, even if they are only making two and a half cents on the gallon, if you boycott them and uh, stop buying from them, it's not the two and a half cents on the gallon that uh, we're worried about them lowering. We're worried about them putting pressure on the uh, on the oil companies and getting them to uh, bring down the price. And here's the thing, too. Boycotts, it's an image thing. Mm-hmm. That's what it is more than anything else. It's an image thing. If it's a public get, relations 
if you can get a big enough uh, following behind it, you can ruin them for a long, long time, even past the boycott. So uh, once it starts getting big enough, they get scared. I mean, right now they're already having an issue because the thing comes out about the CEO and the $400 million, and people are pissed about that. Mm-hmm. They're livid over it. Reason. So, now, so now you take it a step further. Think about it in your life. Okay? Sure, in the grand scheme of things, we're still dependent on oil. But you have the opportunity to make somewhat of a difference and say, hey, Exxon, um, I'm pissed at you for giving your gorder-faced CEO a $400 million severance package when I can't even really afford to gas up. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You see an Exxon Mobil? You go down the next street, there's another gas station. Why not take half of that, give them a $200 uh, million dollar uh, whatever, a severance package, take the other $200 million and put it towards uh, trying to find alternative uh, fueling. Here's the thing. The reason that it's gotten this bad is because I think we've allowed it. Ah, it doesn't affect me. It's just that and the other. But the, why do you think the president's now putting on the pressure? By the way, rolling back environmental standards, mm-hmm. that's a smart move, to try to lower gas prices. Because people stood up and they got pissed. You have to uh, show that you're mad or no one's going to believe you. What, BJ? Well, I just saw on the news not too long ago that Brazil is completely and totally self-dependent. They don't even need foreign oil. And they interviewed GM, and GM said, well, we're going to keep making the SUVs because that's the demand. That's what the people want. You know, Brazil stepped up. They took, you know, they took it upon themselves to say, no, we're we're going to be dependent on ethanol. We're going to be dependent on, you know, other sources of, yeah, you know, we're not going to be dependent on gas. So it's the American people. It's not the oil. I mean, don't be wrong. I think the oil companies are gouging, but it's up to the people. It's not up to the oil companies. Champ and Coco, you're in the hideout. What's up, Champ? Hey, man. I was just going to say, over in Coco, we ain't got. Like, we got a few Exxons, but there ain't as many, man. Heads and 7-Eleven are a whole lot more prominent. Here's the thing, though. So, in a place like Coco... It would be easy to do it. It's even more effective, because there are fewer. Then those guys would actually feel it more than, you know, the Exxon at 436 and 1792. I think that's almost where you start it, champ. Just because there's a few there doesn't mean it's not a good idea. It makes it easier on you, actually. Lynn and Daytona, you're in the hideout. What do you think about what he went to college? He deserves four hundred million dollars. That's the job he wanted. He knew he was graduating. He knew he was retiring with that. Why doesn't he deserve it? What do you mean? Why doesn't he? Why doesn't he deserve it? Uh, Because I went to college. What does that mean? Well, that's what he went to college for. He went to college to get this big retirement. That's what he wants. Oh, going to college means nothing. Bill Gates dropped out of college. No, he went to college, but this is what he worked for all of his life. Now he's retired, and this is what he's worked for. So let me ask you. So you don't think there needs to be any sort of a responsibility by corporations to the community? Well, someone that's worked there for 20, 30 years, that's his... So he he hasn't been properly uh, uh, compensated compensated for what he's done there. You don't think the uh, the $55 million or whatever he got for one quarter was uh, proper? You think you need an extra four hundred? You don't profitable, but this, this is what he's looking. This is what he's looked forward to all these years. No, he hasn't. He, 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 it doesn't matter. He's never going to spend that money. Yeah. What is, What do you do with four hundred million dollars? What are you going to do with uh, that? Leave it to your children. No. Have yeah. them work. Leave it to your children and your grandchildren and their children and their husbands and wives. It's it's all it all goes around. 
No, it doesn't. It stays within one family. Uh, and a lot of those kids, uh, the grandchildren and the well, kids, they, marry off. <laughs> they didn't deserve it. They didn't do anything part of that to get any that's of that money. That's why he worked so hard. He didn't work hard. He gouged people. <laughs> I can't believe I think he worked hard. <laughs> Working hard what? Do you know him personally? It's like saying, hey, we have water. And we're we're one of the few people who have access to water that you can drink. Mm-hmm. That's not hard work. It's a, it's like uh, owning a cigarette company. You get people addicted to it, and then uh, it, it, it sells itself. Yeah, exactly. But let's say it's something like water, and then water becomes in short supply. And Aquafina decides, hey, uh, we're going to sell this now. 20 bucks for a bottle that you could probably get for a dollar. You have to have it. And so you would then be okay with the CEO of Aquafina for gouging you like that on something you have to have? He deserves it. No one deserves $400 million. I'm sure that he's worked f- towards that $400 million, but it doesn't mean he's deserved that $400 million. And, yes, there's a re- responsibility that he has to the people that have uh, given him that money this whole time. And that's the problem that we have in this country right now. Republicans talking about personal responsibility. How about some corporate responsibility to the community? There is none. No one cares about uh, America anymore. They care about themselves and uh, living the American dream. But if, even if it hurts the America overall, they don't care. They're living that dream. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned to the hideout. The hideout. The hideout. The hideout. He went to college. He deserves $400 million. In that case, BJ, you should get $800 million because you're six and a half years in and you still haven't graduated. And he has AIDS. Oh, that's what that girlfriend went to college for. I mean, that girl went to college for. It's a hideout rule, Radio 104.1. Damn it. I had the perfect opportunity to use a drop with that, in that last segment, and I didn't. Why not? I forgot about it. Cut that bitch off. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, SKD says, come on, Hefe, you complain about this, but you support a sports team or any sport with a bunch of people make equally retarded amounts of money for playing games. I've never seen that. And this is what I say to him. Here's the difference between that. Should athletes be making that money? No. Absolutely not. I think it's out of whack, but whatever. But my point is, our society is set up to which we are dependent on gas. We are not dependent on being fans. We choose to support these teams. It's a completely different setup. Mm-hmm. It's a different situation. When you're when you're uh, paying something for leisure or paying something out of necessity, it's completely different things. Um, let's go to Martha in Orlando. You're in the hideout. What's up, Martha? Hey, what's going on? I just wanted to comment on that uh, last caller. Mm-hmm. What a moron. Right. He's uh, the same type that skates through Daddy's big money donations. Right. It's almost... There are, there are homeless people downtown, I'm sure. A few of them have graduated college, and they sit on their ass all day, too. Oh, well, they you know, deserve it. You know, let's give them $400 million. Right now, C Lane has something. She's the one that just wants to marry this guy. She wants to find some guy who's got some nice severance package and not have to work, just sit on her ass all day. That granddad ended up making that she can somehow buy. Now, Martha, I don't mean this toward you, but I actually just want to play it. 
Cut that bitch off. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you, Martha. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. Why, Dubs? There's no reason. Oh, I got. I want to do drops too. They're fun. Bill and I for you're in the hideout. Hey, how you doing, guys? All right, brother. I'll have some watermelon. Um, you know, the one uh, caller a little while back, he mentioned something about the limited resources, that there's only a few distributors in mm -hmm. the country, and that's one of the problems is that uh, ExxonMobil is in charge of two-thirds of the distribution of the country. Yeah. So even if we don't go to ExxonMobil stations, they're still profiting. So um, it just seems to me that there was a time in this country when uh, – People had a pair, and uh, it, know, does, it does seem like we've turned into a bunch of pussies. When the price of tea, you know, the tax on tea got outrageous from someone that we were importing from, we had a party, you know, and I, that's what I just. Um, yeah, we dressed up like Indians to give them a bad name and uh, <laughs> destroy their boat. Um, now I, I do hear you though. It's like we're just kind of passive, and you're like, here's the thing though, it the task is so daunting. That people are just like, well, I can't really make a difference. So I don't even know. It's the same thing with voting. Right. Everybody just doesn't think that, that you know, we're, each person is just so small that they can't make a difference, but they don't want to be a part of the collective whole that does. Exactly. It just feels like we're being duped, though, guys. Like, it, to me, it's like, you know, it seems like they went, I'm, you know, I've been around for a bit. So it's like, but I remember when it hit a dollar. And that was like, oh, my God, it's a dollar a gallon. And then it was like it stayed there and it went down a little bit. Hold on. Say dollar again. And then it was like, now it's, you know, $3. And it was for a while it was like when it hit you 2 it, And it, it seems like they're playing a game. Like, let's see what will freak people out. And last time they put it to 3 you know, I witnessed, like, honestly, after Katrina, I think, uh, Hefe, you're right on the money. After Katrina, I witnessed, like, three acts of total aggressive violence toward the operators of the gas stations. And these guys are making $7 an hour. Dollars. They're, they're thinking, like, geez, I hope somebody doesn't come in here and stick me up tonight. No, I don't know what's all about. Thank you, uh, thank you, Bill. I appreciate it. I almost said thank you, Dollar. Loser. Um, he actually had a point, though. Yeah, see, uh, he was actually making points there. <laughs> How many points in the Dollar? Four. He was making a, a very good point about the last time it almost hit three after the Katrina thing. People went ape s, and you couldn't get gas anywhere. Now it's kind of like, nah, nah. Do you think it would, people were just more upset because afterwards it was after a national disaster? Yeah, I mean, they just—that's what pissed me off so much about that when it happened here, is that people somehow wanted to be affected by Katrina. Just like how somehow people wanted to be affected by 9/11, yeah. even though they were living in Omaha, Nebraska. Well, if you if you talk to them and you talk to people in New York, usually they'll have more of a sob story over in uh, Omaha. Right, and the people in New York were just like, it was awful. We dealt with it. We came together. People in Nebraska, I built we're, we're, a I built a uh, built a bunker. Yeah, and uh, we're we're still scared. And we can't have them come fight on our homeland. They're not going to Nebraska. I can't even believe you're there. <laughs> Nebraska. Anti-Matt, you're in the hideout. This doesn't have as much sting because he already knows, but uh, you know who deserves $400 million? Who's that? <laughs> and, uh, I mean, Matt's mom for birth in that beast, man. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Uh, he's right, it is true, because Matt screens the phone calls now. Anti-Matt, whenever you call in from now on, just say I got a joke about you. You don't have to hear it. 
I have Hefe's permission. He he. When he calls up, I ask, uh, "What's your name?" He says, "Anti you." Thanks. <laughs> I like that kid. He is somebody. Smack Daddy back in the hideout. What's up, Smack Daddy? Hey, how you doing again? Oh. Hey, this gasoline thing has got me boiling. Cause uh, I tell you how we can step this thing up another notch from the boycott. Mm-hmm. If you can get enough people involved, like the heretics or anything like that, and pick out a half a dozen or a dozen of these uh, Exxon Mobil gas stations around town, and instead of just boycott them, get them out there with some picket signs that says, please do not buy gasoline from Exxon, blah, blah, blah. And if you get enough people out there picketing in front of enough gas stations around town, the television news media is going to be on it real big. Yeah, it's not and, a bad and, idea. And you know what, though? And, but then once the news media here gets on it, then the national news media is going to get it. It's going to be on Good Morning America and everything else. And maybe enough people around the United States will muster up enough cajones to get out and do it where they live and maybe bring them to their knees. Here's the thing. I, I kind of agree with you on that. I think we only need one person behind this. I think there's one person we have to recruit, get him behind it, and everybody will also fall. Hmm. Toby Keith. Once we get Toby Keith on our side, then the uh, rest of America will jump on board and say... Hell yeah. Here's the thing, because I was wondering if you could even Honky do that. Honky you. The boycott thing, like actually going out there and picketing. Because he's right, it get picked up. I mean, mm-hmm. that's local news would pick it up. And then before you know it, it turned into one of those stories that ended up on FARC. Anything with gas then right drudge. now. Anything with gas right now. Anything you do, like boycotting. Uh, you you want to do it tomorrow? Sure. Just make some signs. Don't buy gas from here. Put the hideout on the back of the sign. Get the heretics together. Mobilize. I, th- I say, uh, let's do it. Actually step up and be somebody. You don't block people's way, but you go around, and you're like, hey, don't do it. Here's why. We gang up. You know what's going to piss me off, though? There's those asses, like that chick who called earlier, who will then purposely drive in there to support Exxon. Like and somehow Hawk Ex- and flip you off the right. whole time. Like somehow Exxon has done something for them. Mm-hmm. I'm serious about this. I say it can work. I think there's only one option. What, BJ? We gotta, Are you going to lead it? We got no. We got to call on Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I hate you, Nicholas Cage. Get face off. Get Cameron Poe on this uh, on this thing, and we can get it all done. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? <laughs> It's the Hideout Real Radio. I'm Castor Troy. 104.1. Thank you. I appreciate that. Coming up next on the Hideout, on the Hideout, on the Hideout. Cut that bitch off. Ned Caller. Dubs, you think we've mobilized? Let's do it. We pick out three gas stations, pickets, heretics. It's time to step up and be somebody. Not only do we boycott, we pick it. Let's, uh, let's get this organized and get them emailing in. Maybe we can get a whole newsletter type thing going where we're going to be when. BJ, you're leading it. You're the leader of the four horsemen. Snacks in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night to hideout Real Radio 104.1. Dubs, I'm excited about this uh, picketing of ExxonMobil that we're uh, starting. And I'm, I'm, I'm torn because this genuinely isn't like a... Shock job. No, this isn't, a, this isn't a bit where we're trying to, you know, get some publicity around us, which if it happened, we'd be I mean, it'd be nice. It. But, it, I mean, it, it's something I would do. I would be a part of just in my spare time. I think it's genuinely something you have to at some point stand up and say, hey, enough already. I don't know. But then people are like, well, I can't tomorrow because uh, 
Well, tomorrow's not good for me. The office is on, and what about Earl? Sunday. How's Sunday for you? Good birthday, birthday on Sunday. Can't go Friday anniversary show. I don't know if people even care. I think they do. Lewis on the turnpike here in the hideout. What's up, Lewis? Hey, man. What you got? Like, I haul fuel for a major corporation here, and if it's not going to work, if you pick at Exxon, they're still going to make money. An example is when I go load my fuel for Exxon, the same fuel that I get out of there is the same fuel that I take to Shell, Marathon, Eagle, or 7-Eleven. They're still going to make their money. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll still make their money, and uh, they'll they'll still turn a profit and everything. But have they brought it up before? Even if they still make their money, get the profit. It is an image thing on top of all of that. Right. So if you wanted to work, you need to boycott all of them and get behind the truck drivers. If these trucks don't move, nobody's going to get their fuel. Uh, yeah, that would be fantastic if it somehow, but then you guys would lose your jobs and somebody would come in for the 25 bucks an hour or whatever it is and haul the gas. Mm-hmm. You can't boycott. That's the thing. you got to pick one. Yeah, you can't do a widespread thing. It was such a good idea when Dubs brought it up the first time. O'Reilly ripped it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam and Altamont, you're in the hideout. What's up, Sam? Yeah, good evening. I'm gonna say I do like the idea of the boycott. I like it a lot, but uh, I doubt it's gonna work. Reason for that is because, like you were saying, nobody cares, and this is nothing new. I mean, uh, the fact that nobody cares about what politicians and corporations do is you've been going for a long time, you know. And that's why they they'll do the most outrageous thing, yeah. and they know that uh, people at first will be shocked. But they'll, they'll get yeah. over the shock and uh, mm-hmm. go on as if nothing happened. That's the way human nature works. Yeah. Like, for, hello? Yeah, yes. no, yeah. Like, for example, uh, uh, Paul, you're breaking up. Uh, Paul, you're breaking up. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Denny, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Denny? Hey, how you doing? All right. Listen, uh, Americans are greedy. Uh, are we Fat. now being, I guess everyone's listening worldwide on Road Radio. Where are, are you from? Accents. Me, I'm from London. Fantastic. Go ahead. Listen, the only way that you're going to get this gas price down, come June it will be 4.40 a gallon, is for everybody to stop eating in restaurants. What is that? Stop eating at restaurants? Yeah, don't eat in restaurants. Don't go out and eat in restaurants. How would that uh, make the difference? You you can't see how that would make a difference? No, explain it to me. Well, don't eat in any fast food chains. No McDonald's, no nothing. America relies on food. You, you want to get to something, you've got to get to the stomach of it. And, and if you, everybody was to stop eating out. Cut that bitch off! I don't know. I, I'm. Uh, I think he's smart just because he has an accent. Yeah, I know. Uh, that usually that fools me. Yeah. Did with me. Yeah, yeah. Mike and Deland, you're in the hideout. How you doing, guys? All right, dude. Listen, you can't protest individual gas stations uh, like Exxon gas stations because they're owned by. People in your community, they just buy the rights uh, to the Exxon logo and sell the Exxon fuel. Exxon sells billions of gallons a year to every gas station on every corner in your city. Uh, When I load gas, I load right next to the Texaco tankers, right next to the Shell tankers. How do you you find out which ones take uh, take, uh, the Exxon gas and which ones take the the Texaco and the Shell? 
It just depends on what's selling cheapest today. Tomorrow, everybody could be loading out of a different terminal because that's what's selling cheapest. Uh, if it's branded fuel, they have to put, you know, if it's branded Texaco Station or an Exxon Station, they have to put Texaco or Exxon fuel in. I mean, they can't run the unbranded, but that's not going to stop Exxon from dropping their price and selling it to everybody who's selling it cheap, like Walmart or Kangaroo. I'm telling you. Kangaroo. Yeah, and the Costco, ever. Costco gas, too. Thank you, Mike. I'm not giving up on it. I know people are having this defeatist attitude. Mm-hmm. It's like all, there's no win here. It's all about the symbolism. When they did the Boston Tea Party, did it put that Boston Tea Place or the, the tea place from wherever they were getting, did it put them out of business? I don't know. No, but it got a few Indians killed, and that's what matters. I know nothing about history, but I will say this. It was about the symbolism. They're still talking about it. Stupid Tea Party. I hate that tea party. I don't it's even. It's not even a party. I don't even know what happened. How about a tea throw? Were there hats? Tea back. Well, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger was there tea to too. celebrate. Damn it. <laughs> that was actually good because I really had. That's all I had planned out. I mean, damn it, Dubs. I had a killer punchline. Right, we gotta take a break. I think we solved the gas price. This gas price issue. T-shirts took longer than the eight minutes I thought. So are we going to pick it tomorrow or no? I'm all about it. Let's do it. Dubs is picking it right now. Do we just pick out? No, your nose. Do we do we pick one? Let me ask you about the just real fast, and we'll get off of this and we'll move on. Do we pick one gas station to pick it? I think that's how you start. Instead of spreading out, like have all the heretics gather at one gas station. I say that's how you start, and then you uh, kind of move it from there. If that goes well, then we are able to uh, maybe go to two at the same time, three at the same time, four at the same time, and get a, get a good following going with it. I'm down. I think we do it tomorrow. I think we just pick one. I already know the one I want to pick it. <laughs> you have one out of this itching at your craw? And you can get a couple of monsters. Get an mm. extra one free. Nice. <laughs> How about we just spray the gas all around? No, you can't do that. Stop. Like you, did last, you did last night on Chunk's Cliff Notes. Yeah, that is disgusting. That picture was on RealRadio.fm. I wiped with uh, Chunk's Cliff Notes. And Clean, I fo- man. And I, I found out that uh, I didn't wipe earlier. At all, apparently. It's so dirty. Hold on, i got to go find that. All right, got to take a break. Are my people here with the fanny packs? Yeah. Nice. There's more, There's more people downstairs, Chunks. How many people are here? I don't know how many you invited up. Only two? Well, I think there's like eight. <laughs> All right, well, I'll pick out which fanny pack or... You'll be able to open a little kiosk. Um, Waste bag I like best. Ass pack. And uh, I'll go from there. Let's take a break. BJ, how you doing over there, dude? I know you haven't slept in, what, almost 30 hours now? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm just taking it all in. Glad so, to be back. So, how many Wang Walls did you get? Oh, that's so dirty. What? Oh, my God, I'm going to throw up. You like the that picture? <laughs> dude, that is awful. What? <laughs> what are you oh, talking about? <laughs> that is so... It was, it was more disgusting in person, but it... All right, so there's a sheet of paper last night, the cliff notes. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. What do you think that smells like? It's Real Radio 104.1. Got a bag hag over there. Jealous? No. 
Not even for a second. I want to thank and congratulate April, who won tickets to the Monster Anniversary Show, for bringing me up a couple of uh, waste satchels. Why don't you just strap fanny pack garbage can to your back? You got a fanny pack on. Let's call it how it is. It's a waste satchel by Curious BJ. I have the other one on. It's a quality uh, leather Pioneer Express leather fanny pack, and you know what? It's going to get me nowhere. And yours is going to get you nowhere. You're already going nowhere. Hey, I'm trying at least. No, you're not. You're going nowhere quickly. Hey, I've lost weight. You guys are wearing ball bill folds over there. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> now, Stardom's also up here, too, and he brought me a North Face. Like ex- This thing is like a super, almost weight belt. Uh, that, that is a huge fanny pack. This I think is that's a Matt Albert-sized one. Yeah. I like it, too, though. You won tickets to the anniversary show as well, my friend, for being somebody. Let me pass those along, BJ. Hold on. I'll, I'll walk them over to you so everybody can check out my uh, my satchel. All right, I got your uh, music while you're walking. <laughs> What'd you play? I couldn't hear. Where's the Kevin Nothing. Federline when we need it? Nothing, man. Congratulations, bro. Kevin Federline. Ladies and, ge- Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. George Michael. Here's the thing. I'm not going to be phased by you homophobes. For some reason... I don't know what you're talking about, homophobes. Now you can listen to your uh, wham on your iPod. Sings hip, dude. And walk well, along. We're not homophobes. You can keep your iPod in your fanny pack. Mm-hmm. You're gay. So you don't express it. You can keep your nail polish in there as well. <laughs> your lover's chapstick. <laughs> what does that even mean? You know, if you call me a ginger, that doesn't mean you're a gingerphobe. I'm a ginger. You're calling me how it is. He is so manic right now. <laughs> His, he's going to crash and kill himself tonight. Are you going to be okay, by Curious BJ? I'm fine. He, do you see how crazy he is? Do we need to take you out of here? By the way, take off that... Uh, Waste satchel. <laughs> Fanny pack. Take it. <laughs> With pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. I got three of these. I'm putting a hideout patch on all of them, and I guarantee you people will buy them from me. <laughs> I'm telling you. All we got to do is put the hideout logo on it. At a Rainbow Coalition meeting. What is that, supposed to be funny? <laughs> Gayest segment ever. I'm telling you, man, I'm liking it. Yeah, I got these other Monster Anniversary Show tickets. You mm-hmm. know where they're going? In the fanny oh. pack. Hold on, hold on. I'm, You're stuffing them in your fanny. Nope. Pack. I'm putting them on my waist holster. My, my, uh, hold on. Dubs, help me hold out on. here. You help wanna, me out here, You want to hear what cool sounds like? <laughs> it would be cooler if it was, uh, if it was, uh, uh, whatever it is, uh, not a zipper, but uh, the uh, the Velcro. Velcro. Hmm. That'd be cool. What does cool sound like? Hold on. There goes Hefe's you... mom's pants. Oh yeah, Is that some dude zipper. Place for a phone. No, it's chicks. What are Jordash jeans? <laughs> you look completely dream team over there. 
Of the uh, gold-winning basketball team, Magic Johnson, no, the, Michael Jordan. The retards went to the baseball game. That dream team. <laughs> I got a place for my pen. Wait, you got a mixtape cassette in there? <laughs> <laughs> we call them the hideout mixtapes. What? Oh, look, I could even clip my keys here. Oh, oh, man. Hey, look, whatever. You guys are walking around with crap in your pockets. Yeah, because they're built into our jeans. Genuine leather. I think that's the next step for me. I think now, going back to jams, I don't even need pockets. Why don't you just move in with Napoleon Dynamite? Then you'll be the coolest kid around. Yeah, you're super cool. <laughs> nice comeback. <I> no. <laughs> Your mom goes to college. Hold on a second. I'm passing on the coolness. Put that bush away. Hey, Hefe, give me your tots. Give me your tots, Hefe. Yeah, you can hide plenty of tots in there. I'm going to wear it. I'm wearing it to uh, the Monster Anniversary Show. I'm wearing it to Earth Day Birthday. What, your nut knapsack? I wouldn't wear a hideout t-shirt if I were you. No gay bashing, I hope. What is this that... Somehow screams homosexual to you. What it's is it? another sack. That's what it is. <laughs> it, if it's a, ba- I, is it filling it with knickknacks and don't be racist. All right, would it be cooler if I put it across my Give back like bone. this? Hold on. If I did it like it was a backpack. Hold on. Mm. Hold on a like if it were a round of bullets. We'll just pretend it's a round of bullets. And now it's kind of on my back. As if it... Is this cooler? Now you look like a retard who doesn't know how to wear a phone pack. <laughs> Thank you, C-Lane. See, now you're just homosexual who got a haircut. What's that mean? Hold on. <laughs> I don't know. What? I don't know what that is. Hold on a second. Get my phone. Hello, Hefe's phone. What's up, dude? Yeah. Is there p- five thousand? Is there a place for your lipstick and your compact too? Uh, they said that joke about seven minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting drinks. Hold on a second. Let me put this back. Oh, getting a call. Oh, look, gay people calling me already. Hey, what's going on? Hi, my name is Alex. Uh, I was wondering if you had any extra fanny packs. I do, and as a matter of fact, I got two. Actually, you know, as flaming as I am, that's still pretty gay for even me. Uh, never mind. See you, homo. <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs> Hold on. Put it back. Turn it around. Wow. Now, Chris you... in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Go ahead. Congratulate me. <laughs> nice fanny pack. Did that come with tickets to gay days to Disney? <laughs> Cut that bitch off! Next caller! Jay in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on? What you got? Hey, El Jefe, man, come on. Everyone around the world right now is freaking out because you need, you need to turn your... J-Dubs, grab his man card right now. What do you, you mean? It's gone. You can't, you can't wear a it's fat bag like that, man. Trying to strap it on like Rambo. <laughs> Cut that bitch off! Next caller! Oops, there were no other callers. Well, there it is. I think I'm pretty cool. I got a little weight. It's kind of tight. <laughs> oh, don't worry. You'll get used to it and it'll loosen up. What the hell, man? Why does it got to always be gay for you? I don't know. 
It's always gay with you. What does that even mean? That's my rape sound effect. Uh, How did these things go out of style? The Swiss. What's this? I don't understand the reference. BJ, what are you doing, bro? What's going on with you? Hey. Whatever word fits. Hey, people are laughing. <laughs> no, because no. you're out of it. Bradley, you're in the hideout on Roar Radio. What's up, Bradley? Yes, I just want to congratulate you on your Dugan duffel bag. all right well whatever you'll see me around town with this thing and you're gonna be like wow that's cool where did he get it hey this is seriously just like a bit right no i'm gonna wear this thing hold on i took it off is this like that dro thing my name is dro and i've got a uh waist satchel that you bought at the gift shop at the parliament house no please they can't they don't sell those there Okay. You would know better than me. I put the hideout logo there. I can put it there. My phone. How does this thing... How how do you not want one of these? I don't know. I'm, I'm at a loss for words right Dubs, now. Dubs, we're counting on you to come through here. <laughs> I, I can't. He's he's already gone over to the dark side. Yeah, this is really uncomfortable now. Just looking at the, that thing strapped to his waist. I don't understand why you guys are so, like, afraid of something that would carry your cell phone and wallet and keys. Some of you do backpacks. Some of you do uh, purses. I happen to have a waist satchel. It's a fanny pack, man. Yeah. Come to grips with it. I'm getting this. What? Nothing. Bill and advertising here in the hideout. What's up, Bill? Hey, uh, good show. Thank it's you, always a good show, though, guys. Appreciate that. Uh, real quick, I had to call you. Look, dude, the fanny pack, not to go against you, but I had to call. Use a briefcase. I brief- they even have They even have, like, bag briefcases now that look like doctor's uh, bags. Right, here's the thing about briefcases, though. I'm telling you, I don't like carrying things around. I... Would rather have something attached to me. Like a man's arms. No! <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Just embracing you right around the waist area. Hide out, you're on the air. Who is this? Snugging his hips. Bradley, I seem to get cut off last time. Yes, Bradley. <laughs> what a loser. Thank you. Alright, this is one of you. I can hear you making me laugh, Matt. I was saying this. <laughs> At least somebody's making my Swiss joke look good. <laughs> I get a message. Don't cut Bradley off so fast. <laughs> Why didn't he do something? It's a hi- he, she, whatever it is. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. I'm going to go down to the uh, bathroom, take a look at this thing in the mirror. Anybody want to come with? No, I do not want to be in any men's room with you. Well, so Afterwards, to... why don't you drill a hole in the side of the stall? Didn't see that one coming. Sometimes I have to go for the obvious. They all can't be gems, my friend. Live with it. Put on a fanny pack or a satchel to get funnier. Hasn't worked yet. It's a hideout. Roll Radio. What a full playlist. 
back on a Monday, uh, Wednesday night. Wednesday night in the hideout. Rogue Radio 104.1. By the way, I'm not going to listen to anybody who can't clean them, their ass properly. Again, I'm on the hideout page on realradio.fm and looking to see what you did with Chunks' cliff notes. Mm-hmm. And that is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I if, saw a man wipes his ass. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Clear Channel made us take it off the web page. Why? It's not graphic at all. <laughs> it's a dude butt right there. Oh, so somehow that's okay. Yeah. But a uh, side satchel isn't. It's a fanny pack. Look at this. You're so dirty, man. This first one's maybe the most... <laughs> a little bitter what happened in the uh, in the men's room over there? Oh, my God, dude. How do you not clean up properly? Like, how does that... How does what's on that webpage, how does that happen in real life? I, I can tell you, but I, you might need a dump for uh, graphic content. I went yesterday uh, and uh, ended up, you know, cutting it off a little early. Walking around the whole day with a uh, turtle head. On top of that, I was sweating my ass off. <laughs> All together, made an asphalt type uh, mixture going on in between the pillows. Okay. I look at that picture, and I'm not. Everybody in here see it? Yeah. All right, see It's nice and clean today. Stardom, did you see it? Come on, come over here. I want to show this to you. All right. It's it's perfectly uh, sterile today. I just want you to take a look at this, my friend. That's from just putting it back there. Like he didn't like really. No, I I stuffed it. <laughs> look at that. Is that normal? Like while he's just hanging out at work, this is what's going on back there. Yeah, him over mm-hmm. there, Dubs. That's what happened. That's all right, dude. Oh, you know what? <laughs> uh, thank you very much. I'm actually going to give that over to uh, you know some psychologists and everything, and have them show it to uh, disturbed children and ask what they see. <laughs> like an ink blot test. Mm-hmm. I guarantee most of them say heaven. <laughs> it's an ass blot test. Mm-hmm. I just look at that and I'm like, how does that happen? I told you. I know, but well, st- I can go over the story. Uh, and here's the thing. All right, not to be too graphic. Hmm? It's after 10, whatever. So you go to the restroom, mm-hmm. and you don't completely clean up. And <laughs> not, like, not completely clean up or or finish. <laughs> what then in your mind says it's okay to get up off of the toilet <laughs> when that's happening? The phone ringing? No, that's not enough, brother. You go grab the phone and you sit back down. I usually have the phone with me. Yeah, me too, exactly. I, I usually try to. But and by the yeah, way, it wasn't. I will now with my nice satchel because it will stay on when While I go poo. I'm sure it will because that's what you used to wear naked while in the tanning booth. Oh, I've got a new one. And to do that, that is even gayer than just wearing it around. Uh, you're in the tanning booth, you lay down, <laughs> you turn it around, you put it over your junk, and it blocks it from getting sunburned. <laughs> And you got your then iPod he, in there, and you're listening to Tool jamming out like a then, Maynard. And then you have the meat spin uh, tan line. Whatever. You're not looking? What do you care? Maybe I am. Don't judge. Yeah, I'm looking at this, uh, what happened with the cliff notes in your ass. I'm going to judge that. Why? 
Because I can't even go to our website anymore without getting nauseous. Hold on, put my pen away. <laughs> Rustling around down there, just... I thought it was supposed to be on your fanny. Okay, let's get back to your ass for a second. All right. So, again, you, the phone rings, and you mm-hmm. decide, hey, I'm not completely cleaned up. I'm going to get up off the toilet. I'm going to pinch and go. Yeah. <laughs> Does it cross your mind to go back? Because here's, no, here's well, a, uh, Let me tell you what. Here's what I would do. I would stand up. I would do the thing. We've all done it before. You stand up. And you just kind of walk with yeah, you your do legs the, spread. Do the little waddle. Sometimes the Tin Man likes some oil back there. Stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is wrong with you? And it just makes it easier to walk at times when you got a nice uh, lubricant. <sighs> He's got a point. No, he doesn't, BJ. <laughs> BJ, he does not have a point. All right, Dubs. Well, I I just can't believe that I would get ridiculed for a place to put my wallet, keys, and cell Man phone. Hands. And you, on the other hand, that awful picture of your awful hygiene. I think that's completely normal. Yes, because that's what you deal with every day. Mm-hmm. Here's what Not I would every do. day. Here's what I would do. I say that. four days out of the week. I cannot get up off the pot unless my last. Uh, Clean swipe, and, and it's completely clean. Yeah, it ha- there has to be nothing there. At that point, it's okay for me to get up. Otherwise... You're killing trees. <laughs> okay, whatever. Why don't we take a quick survey and find out, would you rather have a dirty bum or wear a fanny pack? I, for one, would go with the dirty bum. No one's going to see the dirty bum. They're going to smell it. Whatever. Not I can blame it on someone else. Here's the thing. If I, let's say I have to use like gather a toilet paper or wipes more than maybe five times, all right? And it's just I'm not getting clean for whatever reason. Okay? It's shower time. It's shower time. Usually is. And today when I was helping you out, I hadn't get gotten a chance to shower yet because I woke up late. And he, that's still swamp ass? Oh yeah. Times like four. I scratched myself through my pants and I could smell. Oh, man. <laughs> it was rotten. Uh, what? I'm not too proud. Like a bad pool filter. <laughs> it's like a rusty spigot. All right, Matt wants to know if I stand up or uh, stay seated to uh, clean up. I stand. I stand. I do a um, one cheek lift, tilt. <laughs> I just kind of support myself. I hover. So you're squatting. Just yeah, while you're wiping. Yeah. Forward or back? Look, we always go to the back. He he, he wipes towards Ooh. the taint. Okay, you know you can't that, say that was too much. That was over the top. You can't say that. You can't say that. No. Oh my god. That's why I just said forward or back. Forward or back oh, is a uh, is a. Keep you can say that, you know, when you do go forward, you can create a nice beaver dam. That's perfectly <laughs> acceptable. Is it? Really is. They look more like otters, though. <laughs> it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1.
coming up next on The Hideout. All right, coming up next, Dubs. Let's talk about the Monster Anniversary Show and what we are going to actually be doing. Will do. And we need to talk to Saf, who's here. Talk about the uh, By Curious, Behind the By Curious trailer. The second one that will get shown at the Anniversary Show. The Extended. And our Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft. And what's going to go on with that and HideoutHeretics.net. That's next, Real Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout on Wednesday night. I was chatting with our buddy currently. Yeah. He's like, best show ever. Random nonsense from Bicarious BJ, the fanny pack stuff, hilarious. The dirty ass stuff, not so much. Why? And I told him I agree, but if you look at the picture on RealRadio.fm, you have to ask these questions. Well, I got an interesting tidbit of knowledge from Sea uh, Lane over there. He's a forward man. Yeah, I saw. I heard about that. We were talking about that during the break. I don't even want to acknowledge it. Why? Because it's so wrong. That's not the way you're supposed to do it. I have a very clean ass. Hmm. Yeah, but you're. But the, the the front area isn't as much. Your boys have to just be caked, and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Icing. You can clean Looks both. deep fried. You clean both in one swipe. And then currently says, yeah, you're right, that was awful. And there's no excuse for that after the age of five. What? And I'm telling you, if I ever feel like there's anything remotely like that going on, I run to the nearest yeah, restaurant. I'll tell you, sometimes it feels nice. Ugh! Oh, no. I hate it. I'm thinking about it now. I'm thinking about how awful it is and how you just sit there like a dirty baby and you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And giggle. Like a baby with gas. Scat boy! I can't do it at all. I have run to the restroom yes. just to get rid of the swamp ass. I agree! Dirty, dirty dubs! Kirsten and Apopka, you're in the hideout. Hi, I just wanted to let dubs know they have these bidet kits you can hook up to your plumbing. Really? Yes. I would love that. How much do they run? You know, I have no idea. I used to lease apartments, and the maintenance men told us that some of the people from other countries would have them hooked up. In yeah. the bathrooms. How? Uh, where can you get one? Do you know? I don't know, but I know you can order one on the internet. All right. Uh, I say. But everybody... he needs it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. We're gonna chip in for Dubs's birthday or something. When's your birthday, Dubs? October twentieth. Uh, let's do it earlier then. I know your chick's birthday is coming up. We'll get it for her. It would benefit. <laughs> I like her. that. Nothing wrong with my ass. Right, enough of your ass. I'm seriously. I'm done with it. Aw. Feels like I'm getting, being broke up with. So, uh, Friday's the anniversary show. Mm-hmm. And we have more tickets for the Monster Anniversary Show for tomorrow that we're going to give away. We're going to sit in, hang out with the monsters a little bit on Friday morning. And so we're broadcasting live. By Curious BJ may have a woman who is coming a very long way to see him just to have sex with him. BJ. Excited about that? Can you hear me anymore, or are you asleep with your eyes open? <laughs> He's comatose. <laughs> um, and we're doing our Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft. Now, here's what's going on. Nameless is a very, very, very good moderator of HideoutHeretics.net, where the heretics will gather to chat about everything except for this show. He has set up, and by the way, any of us who like are on the show... It's invisible now. Only we and him can see it. It's an invisible development forum that will have the draft. Oh, good. So he, if we can kind of email him and let him know 
our our thoughts of who we want so he can gather the pictures. Got to gather the images so he can have them right there, ready to go. He'll put them up in real time. Nice. And then people can vote. Whoever gets the fewest votes for the Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft ends up having to stunt. Mm-hmm. Can we send in a specific picture of the chick that we think yeah. we're going to pick? That would help him even more. So here's the thing about it, too, and I told him that I uh, I want people to have to sign. You can only vote if you're a member of HideoutHeretics.net. And so I, if you want to vote, uh, you have to become a member or already be a member. And here's the thing. Last week, last time, last year when we did it, because this is the fourth year we've done the Hideout mm-hmm. Hotties Fantasy Draft. Let me reset what it is for you guys. Uh, all, everybody on the show gets a team. Uh, like last year was uh, Chunks' uh, Taquitos, Hefe's Hooches, Dubs' Treehouse, and Tommy's Bombastic Big Boo Bitches. I wouldn't mind changing the names. Uh, Matt, I like except for the Treehouse. Matt, you got to come up with yours. So, and we draft women in different categories. We do it every year in honor of the NFL draft. We did it our very first night on the air at JFK mm-hmm. because that was the night of the NFL draft. And the five categories are best in show, like best overall chick. Uh, anal. Well-rounded. Anyone with a nice ass you think would be, you know. Oral, someone with a great face, lips, whatever. Oldie but goody. 40 plus, right? Pretty self-explanatory. Or is it 50 plus? No, 40. I think 40 is fine. Okay. And then up-and-comer. That person is underage. We're not saying that we would have sex with them, but we're saying that in the future they probably would be hot enough to do so. So we then we go, and every couple of minutes we hit the draft board and we make our selection. Um, it's a lot of fun, and then the loser has to stunt, according to the votes, which I guess this will, this year will be on hideoutheretics.net. So uh, we're going to do that Friday as well. Last year there was a big turnout for the voting. Yeah, it was A lot ins- of people voted. It was insane. I got a quick question. Sure. Yes, BJ. Uh, do you have a mediator? For the uh, draft, you want so you want to announce? Can I be the official announcer where I'm like and now on the clock is uh, and, 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 and Dubs his treehouse and it goes like this with the first picked with with the first pick in the fourth annual Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft in the anal category, J Dubs Treehouse selects, and then you say who it is, just like everything it was. The can NFL you draft. can you trade up? No, there are no trades. Oh, we gotta we gotta decide. Uh, Draft selection. Oh, draft order, yeah. Here's what I think it is. Um, in order from uh, last to first. But whoever, I say first to last. Whoever last got year. whoever got last last year gets to no. pick first this year. No, I say we draw. Oh, wait, that was me. Lottery. Okay, I like that. I say we do a lottery. How about you let the mediator do a random draw? No. Before the show. Please, like anything you do is on the up and up. What, Matt? If you did that the way you just... Uh, Wanted to do it. Yeah, How he's would I get in there? no. He'd be an expansion team. He'd go first. Oh, I like it then. I don't mind the expansion team going first. Now let me ask you: Do we do it like we do our um, fantasy football drafts, where first down to fifth, yeah. and then fifth picks twice, yeah. and then we go back up? Yeah. See, and this is a big deal because listen, guys, this is your fantasy sex team, all right? And also, no one wants to stunt, so. I still don't know how I lost last year. My team was badass. So was mine. I think... But see, the thing is, it's not really fair because Chunks won just because, I don't know, people didn't want him to lose or something. So it's... I didn't get that at all. It's almost like a popularity contest. I'm kind of worried about it. He had Ralphie Maya anal. 
and he still ended up winning. But he cheated because Amanda Bynes was over. She was legal. He asked me a few days ago if she was still under 18. She wasn't last year, douche. Dave and Altamont, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dave? Hey, Dirty Hefe, I got you, uh, I got you a hookup on one of those uh, bidet I'm, kits. I'm not dirty. It's dubs. It's no. Dirty Dubs. He's the one with the swamp ass. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. What am I saying? I, I just got off work. I'm a little tired. That's Anyways, right. Home Depot's got them in stock. You can go get one from there. How much are they? I haven't the slightest clue. I went through there looking in the plumbing section for some stuff at work, and I found them. I, I was like, wow, that's a pretty nifty idea. And I just thought about it when that woman was saying that they have them. I was like, yeah, that would definitely be a good thing for him because uh, nobody wants a dirty, smelly, stinky ass, you know? I got you. All right, I'm going to go check it out. Dubs for you, Home Depot. Dig it. All right, let's take a break. How do we get the fanny pack off your hip? Yeah, no what, bidet for that. Pack? It's a waste satchel. Now, I think about it. Do you really need a bidet now that you have a dog and a cat? No, not really. I guess I guess I can either go with uh, uh, milk bones or catnip back there and get everything taken care of. <laughs> it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Again, I don't know why I lost last year's hideout hottie fantasy draft. My pick for best in show, the best overall, again tops the People Magazine most beautiful list in the top 100. But it really wasn't your overall pick. Angelina Jolie. Ugh. Overrated. Carla Gugino, or whoever that is, is not good looking. Not in that picture, no. In none of the pictures I've seen. Did you see Sin City? I fell asleep during it three times when I tried to watch it. Well, you should have woken up for her parts. One movie does <laughs> not make parts. a hot chick. Did you see, ever see Snake Eyes with Nicolas Cage? Yeah, I said Nicolas Cage. You're damn right you did. Great breasts in that. Mm. Um, let's see what else is going on, J-Dubs. Heard it first in the hideout. Is this our last one that isn't with the people from Local 6? Yeah. So we're going to have an anchor on tomorrow with us. Wow. They're sending an actual anchor over, though. <laughs> it's funny, too, because... Is Matt over? All right. No, that's what right. I hear. He is. It's going to add, like, this whole legitimacy thing to this yeah. show. I don't know if we can even handle that. We're supposed to be underground in the hideout. I guess they were telling me that uh, the Local 6 website is something like third in the nation for like local oh. news websites. Oh, absolutely. It was number one in another category. She said that the, the, the people who go out and actually find the news just find the craziest stuff that like obviously everyone's going to be talking about. So. Well, I remember too on FARC, you know, when we were up in D.C., the Florida tag was always linked. It was mm -hmm. always a link to a local six. Yep. So I'm really excited about this partnership. On Fart too, didn't you just go ahead and make like the local six link now? As a it may have its own tag. You're I think right. It does. Um, I don't know. There's not really much else going on as far as news goes, Dubs. I mean, Tony really? Snow. We talked about Tony Snow last night and heard it first. That's crazy. It's just shameful. Not even hiding anything anymore. All right. President Bush gave his president facelift, tapping, smooth-talking, intelligent, conservative commentator as the new president. White House hopes Snow will aid media ties. You're already tied into that network. What do you? What yeah, more help do you need? I don't know. I'm so sick of this administration. 
what do we got, two and a half more years? Mm-hmm. Doesn't that just seem like forever? It hasn't even been halfway through. And yet people don't even want to go pick it tomorrow. Exxon Mobil. We're going to do it anyway, even if it's just us. It's time to make your voice be heard. All right. BJ? Um, I'm talking to this chick who wants to bang you. She's worried that you don't want to. She's worried that I don't want to? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Are you interested? Sure. <laughs> Throw it to her real good? Um, Give us a little visual. Yeah, show us what it would look like. You want, me, you want me to go ahead and can I can I get up on the table? Yeah, get chunks. Have chunks be your dummy. Come on, come, come on, on, chunks. It's not no. it's nothing gay about it because you're thinking pre- of a chick. Yeah, you're pretending you're a woman. You have to act really crazy, chunks. Get up there, chunks. Get up on the desk. What would you do? What would you do? Go ahead and lay on your back. your back, chunks. Have a, uh, hey, yeah, you have a front seat view. What are you doing? Uh, he's spreading the legs. BJ's got. He's got him. one leg on. Oh, oh man. He's got oh, one leg oh, over oh, his shoulder. All right, now now show us what you'll do. Ah. Turn it to the side. What the hell are you doing? Dude, I, think oh. I, I don't think you could do that, dude. That's, oh, man. He's got his fanny pack on. <laughs> Ooh, this That's some good. thrusting power. Mike is in Chunks' back. <laughs> that sounds like that girl's in for a good time. Yeah. Congratulations, Chunks. You made BJ part two. Way to be somebody, dude, BJ. You can't do that to somebody, dude. You're going to get arrested. <laughs> and she has two kids. All right, wake up with the Monsters in the morning. Schoenberg Middays. Phillips Folly Afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain. Listening to the Hideout of Road Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. <laughs> I've never seen BJ so happy. Be somebody always talk good, and God bless King Dude. Question everything and stay classy. I'm at, I had fun tonight, Dubs. And that, I Great time. Mission accomplished this mm-hmm. evening. Good times. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We out, bitch. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. I wish I know how to quit you. I wish I know how to quit you. I wish I know how to quit you. Go! Shock jaw. Shock jaw. Shock jaw. Batman, go big. Real big. Doves, you feel so good. Oh, Tommy, you're so hot.
She's so gay. Five thousand. 